0: hello hey oh
1: hi <gasps> who goes there who
0: was that uh,
1: it's me oh What's my it? goodness
0: i'm the jenny demon in the sign <laughs> oh the my goodness jenny sign this speaks. is so exciting the genesee sign has actually come to life mm-hmm. and is a special guest and <laughs> it has a friend hi hi <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we have guests
1: this episode, which is super rad. We were talking about this weeks ago, and now it has finally come to pass.
0: It has. Um, to actually introduce them, the famed Jen, Hi. who we've mentioned multiple times. And you've given us a lot of really good suggestions, so thanks for that. Oh, no yes. problem.
1: We've had multiple topics that we... Oh, gosh. Now, I, I did this before our last guest episode. I actually thought about which ones that they suggested. We pull
0: up the list. No, I, I,
1: didn't, I didn't do that this time.
0: That's all right. I know I gave you guys kind of like a huge list because I was like, oh, this is yeah. this is cool. This is cool. Like, oh, I'll just send it. Maybe maybe they'll do it. Maybe they won't. But, I think you we know. Did the, the Green Children? Yeah. Did we do oh. the Green Children one? Wasn't that one of yours? I, I think, think so. And um, we did um, the,
1: uh, gosh, there was another one in particular.
0: Um, uh, Gelly Rauble. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hornet Spooklight.
1: The disappearance of uh, uh, Mordrake, right? Uh, yeah, Edward Mordrake. That's right, Edward Mordrake. Yeah,
0: S.S. Orang uh, O Ah, the O mm-hmm. Charles, O-ring. the O the Charles Bonnet syndrome. And I think the Housewatcher was also. Was that also yours? I, uh, I believe it was. Yeah,
1: man, half, <laughs> more than half this show at this point. <laughs> well,
0: Maza, uh, you well, you should just get credit for the whole show. <laughs> I'll be. Right. I'll take a production credit. Uh, executive all right. production. All right. Yeah. Um, And Mel, I think you've given us some suggestions too. Yeah, and I think I've given you like a source, mostly the creepy sex robots oh so. my yeah, God. yeah yeah that was really funny because I was already working on that topic when you just happened to mention something before we did the episode that perfectly worked with what we were doing <laughs> you had no idea
1: spontaneous sex robots <laughs> out I of nowhere that is
0: a terrifying thought I got to live the visceral discomfort all over again when I listened to the episode it was great yep. you're welcome
1: yeah don't worry it was it was weird in here too
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> It was uncomfortable all around. <laughs> and that was our first guest episode with that's Laura right. and TJ.
1: Yeah, that's right. Now, I will remind you, uh, hilariously to me, while we were doing the guest episode, we announced that we were going to do this episode. And TJ immediately <laughs> went to, well, wow, God, we're not even out of the room yet. <laughs> They're already replacing us. Oh, I see how it is.
0: Uh,
1: uh, but, uh, yeah, no, we've been looking forward to this for a while.
0: Yeah, I was really <laughs> excited all day for this. So, yeah. yeah, me too. That's what um, got me through work.
1: Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: Uh, so we, we, we usually just kind of jibber-jabber for a while. <laughs> I told you guys earlier off mic that I hurt my jaw, but I didn't explain how I hurt my jaw. Yeah, what's going on with that? No. Is that so, a derby injury? Or? No, this is just a me It's probably just as cool breaking. as a derby injury, right? No, actually. <laughs> it's probably um, as exciting as that. <laughs> super exciting. So I have, like, the... Temporomandibular joint disorder thing Like my jaw clicks And I grind my teeth sometimes And sometimes it's just sore mm-hmm. And yesterday I couldn't figure out what I did All of a sudden It was really sore and I could barely open my mouth And I realized later It was because I, was, I, I ate a piece of watermelon But I was trying to eat it off the rind And I must have opened my <laughs> mouth too wide To struggle to eat the watermelon
1: You are the only person I have ever heard of injuring their mouth on watermelon. On
0: watermelon, it's, it's it's not even hard.
1: It's the softest.
0: Yeah, it was not good. I I was racking my brain trying to figure out what I did, and I was like that goddamn watermelon. Mm. I yeah. stretched my jaw in a weird way, and then I, I literally it was like opening my mouth like in, an inch was like as far as I could go. <laughs> it, <you laughs>
1: know, I, I feel like eating a watermelon is like the jaw equivalent of trying to lift an awkward TV. Like, it could just be the yeah, wrong shape I, or slice too thick. I usually you know, like, I just don't. cut
0: it into chunks now. That's what I did after that. But I was trying to eat it off of the rind because it was super hungry and it backfired. Can
1: we start a new segment for this show? It's Isn't just it like, w- Weird
0: ways I've injured myself. I was thinking, like,
1: Christy's <laughs> fruit and vegetable advice. <laughs> Just in general, sure. if you got any advice about fruits and vegetables, we'll just. You
0: can be part of the middle segment sometimes.
1: Yeah. Listen, guys, I, got I a usually hot tip...
0: have advice on fruit and vegetables.
1: <laughs> got a hot tip <laughs> on watermelon. I mean, do yeah. you
0: guys have any advice on vegetables or fruits? Oh, vegetables fruit. Cantaloupe would have never done that to you. That's the only <laughs> advice I have. It's true. Um, it's true. And no cantaloupe one, is no a No one friend. eats cantaloupe off the rind, we just do it with watermelon. Yeah. Yeah, no. and it's ill advised. <laughs> not, Don't not, do it. Not a great idea. Um, I'm mm-hmm. avocado advice too. Because uh-huh. I made guacamole last week, no. much similar to the guacamole you've made for us, Jen. Yeah, and know. it was really good. Yeah. But the way you cut the avocado is to cut it in half around the pit and then pull it apart and then stick the knife into the pit and jiggle it out. Mm-hmm and then you cut around, your take a spoon around the skin and just pop it out. That's fruit advice. This has
1: been Fruit and Vegetable Advice with Christy Davenport. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. boom,
0: boom, boom, boom. boom, boom, boom.
1: <laughs> Our hot new segment. Yeah. Everyone's it's gonna, riveting. They're going to love that.
0: Well, <laughs> you and I are dieting now, so That's there's going to be a lot, more, a lot more fruit and vegetable <laughs> advice. A lot more fruit and vegetable yeah, advice. Right.
1: I'm really intrigued by this friendly cantaloupe, though. i got to say, I now that I'm thinking about it, Never would have happened.
0: I mean, does anybody eat cantaloupe off the Rhine? I mean, nobody likes cantaloupe. I've heard it referred to as the garbage melon. I like cantaloupe. The garbage melon? Because people complain, like, when I worked at the gas station, nobody would buy the fruit medleys because it had cantaloupe in it, so we'd throw hundreds of dollars of that away, like, a week. I love cantaloupe. Cantaloupe is so good. I like cantaloupe. Yeah. And honeydew. Honeydew is oft overlooked. That's that's
1: a good melon. Yeah. We should get some
0: cantaloupe and honeydew.
1: We should grill it on Sunday. We got yeah. this hot plan to grill some fruits.
0: Everyone's bringing fruits on Sunday and we're, we're going to grill them. Because
1: we're weird <laughs> as hell. We're just going to have fruits, fruits for dinner. Thing.
0: Hey, you Well, wanna... I, I figured we'd also have another food also, but mostly just grilled fruit. I mean, really? Yeah. Mm.
1: I was planning on eating nothing but fruit
0: on the grill. I mean, you can do that. I might have like a pork chop or something. I don't know. (laughs) I may I may bring a burger or two. Yeah. So you know, (laughs) we'll grill grill it all up together. A pineapple. Ooh, a nice pineapple burger. Burger. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That'll be. Yeah, yeah, this is really interesting. (laughs) Just some bacon. Put some bacon on that. (laughs) Maybe some uh, some smoked gouda.
1: (sighs) Yeah. And top that Food boy with talk. a little. Top that with a little bit of garbage melon. You got yourself a lunch. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> Maybe we could stop referring it to uh, as garbage melon. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, it yeah, be that does not sound appetizing. More, little more appetizing. Appealing. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 we'll think about it. Yeah. We'll no. take that. We'll we'll take under consideration. consideration.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, but that so, actually, I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. Yeah. Anyone else have anything they want to add to the conversation? How was your day? How was your day? <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This
1: is Christy's How Y'all Doing Corner. How y'all,
0: How y'all doing? doing? I'm really
1: demarcating the show.
0: You you yeah. are really splitting up everything I say into sections.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I was just thinking add a little variety to the show recurring segments <laughs> like, uh, you know,
0: you know. Fruit and vegetables. To like eat Sight gags.
1: How you doing? Sight gags?
0: Yeah, this is where we do the sight <laughs> gags. <Yeah. laughs> uh oh look, Dave just slipped on that banana peel. Whoa. Whoa. Wacky. <laughs> uh, cantaloupe came out of nowhere and bit his ankles. Look out.
1: <laughs> oh no, he really is oh. a garbage fruit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean overall the day was pretty all right. I worked and it was hot and Yeah. You know, I get to play with dry ice, which is like a cool perk of my job. That's actually so. sweet. that sounds fun. Yeah. Although I'm kind of low key terrified of dry <laughs> ice. It's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. Just yeah. don't don't ever stick your head into a big bin of it and breathe. And Ooh. don't touch it with your yeah, bare flesh. Yeah, probably don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Remind don't, me what you know. it
1: is made of.
0: <clears throat> it's so... Most ice is like a byproduct of petroleum. Like, when they refine stuff, it's like a byproduct of the refineries. Ooh. And it's um, super chilled, like... Uh, is it? I can't remember if it's like a... It's not it, CO2, is it? I don't, I don't it? know. I think it's CO2 based. I'm not 100% sure on that. I, yeah. It's just awful because I work with it every day. But... <laughs> Yeah. Um it's but it's it's like in like and it's a negative temperature like it could get up to -100 like 20 degrees depending on you oh know Oh my god. And it's like it it's really good for shipping perishable stuff especially in the summer but like because it's of, solid it, like, carbon dioxide Yeah. The solid form of carbon dioxide. How about that. Yeah, so it's actually it, it, it's kind of cool um uh it's it's Especially in the summertime, because when we open the big bin of it, it all kind of is like that smoky, it looks like the fog that you see in horror movies, especially like the old uh, Universal horrors. Do you ever go like,
1: ooh, would you open one? Yeah. If not... I would recommend doing that. (laughs)
0: This has been Dave's recommendation for Dry Ice Corner.
1: Yeah, stuff to do with dry ice with your old pal Drog.
0: I actually went to a Halloween party once where they made, um, it was, I think it was a Harry Potter themed Halloween party. Ooh. Because I was 25 at the time. Mm -hmm. And um, they made... A couple different kinds of punches, and they threw dry ice in it, so it would look, like, smoky, Smoky. and they served it in a cauldron. It was actually really cool, but I was terrified of accidentally getting a piece of dry ice in my cup and drinking it, so it's like, very (laughs) carefully spooning it. But that's the weird thing about it, is that once it's, like, gone, it... It's fine for it to have been in a drink. Once it's gone, it's gone. Like it is very volatile.
1: I bet when it hits the drink, it's just like, pa, I'm gone."
0: No, it's it's, warm enough. It's it's kind of like ice. Okay. Where like it has to melt, but instead of melting, it becomes like the vapor. vapor. Yeah, it just dissipates. It's really cool because uh, not gonna lie, I've done it before where I've taken like (laughs) a styrofoam cup that we've had and put some like hot water in it and put like with the remnants of whatever's left over that we're not gonna use. Yeah. And I put it in there, and I watch it, and it, like it, it'll bubble up like a like a cauldron. It makes like that like really cool bubbling sound, yeah. And there's like smokes and foams and stuff, and it's actually kind of sweet. That's pretty witchy. Yeah. I dig that. We should we <laughs> should have like Thank a Halloween know. party sometime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm in a silly mood today.
0: Yeah. That's What's up with that's me? Good. That's real how are you, silly. Mel? I'm good. I only accidentally injured myself twice. That's good. It was a good day. Yeah. There was, there was only a little bit of blood. Did, did any of it involve watermelon? None of it involved watermelon. Um, That's good. Yes, like
1: most people, blood. she did not injure herself on a watermelon today.
0: Well, to be clear, it was last night. All right. You know, uh, most of my injuries are... Just for me not paying attention and, like, accidentally wandering into walls or mm. sharp mm-hmm. corners or, you know. Yeah. I do that too. Slicing my hand open because it's like, oh, that knife had a sharp edge. Who knew? Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. But you're okay. Yeah. No stitches I, were needed. I probably shouldn't be working with food, but I do. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, you know. I think that defines 50% of people who work with food.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: Around shopper objects and massive... Uh, ovens so for example my brother who's been in the food industry for at least 20 years um he just keeps doing he keeps (laughs) injuring himself usually during the cleaning process at work oh like a while ago he was cleaning like the top part of the hood above the oven Mm -hmm. and slipped i think he was like on a ladder or something and he slipped and he went to He grabbed what he was cleaning and it had, it was sharp metal. Oh. And he uh, cut his finger across three of his fingers really bad. I think Mm -hmm. he needed stitches. Yeah. Um, And then he just gave himself a really bad burn when he was cleaning their like flat top. Oh. Because they use this cleaning solution and it kind of like, it's hot and it gets like almost gooey. Oh. And he was you scrape it off, and as he was scraping it off, he probably went mm. a little too fast, and it it splashed like back. splashed over his hand uh. and uh it is not oh. good; he's going through a lot of goss. Ew, <laughs> yeah, is and he easing um well. <clears throat> The It was a huge blister, and then it burst. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> uh. For, for those of you uncomfortable with medical injuries, yeah, right. yeah, stop he, listening now. He probably uh. should. He should go to the doctor. He should have gone to the doctor. We're like, they might have wanted to, like, graft that or something. Because it's just Ooh. a big area, and it's really, un, like uncomfortable yeah because yeah. it's along the side of like his index finger and his thumb oh a, a part of your hand that you use a lot and yeah you, like <laughs> <move> and so <laughs> now lot. that it, now that it's healing like it it's going to eventually need to like scab up and stuff but it's you bend your fingers a lot so it's yeah. it very yeah. difficult
1: mm-hmm. man the human body sure is awful huh guys
0: Oh yeah! Well, I mean, it's kind of amazing. Yeah, you don't immediately die when you sear off like, yeah. several <laughs> layers of skin. Yeah, actually, I mean, think about it. It's
1: like it just knows what to do. Yeah, I guess. I guess because just you know, untold billions of us have done the same stupid stuff. Oh yeah, forever. I burnt myself
0: making French fries once. Basically, <laughs> did the same thing. Like, yeah. got oil on several of my fingers. I had to go to work that day because I'd picked up someone else's shift and I couldn't find anyone else to cover for me. So in the four hours before I went to work, I sat with my hand dunked in a bowl of ice. Wait, so you
1: burned your fingers making french fries not at work?
0: Not at where I didn't work in food industry at the time. Oh, okay. It was when I worked at a call center, so I had to use my fingies to type.
1: Your little fingies. My little fingies. Okay. They were
0: okay by the time I went to work, but okay. it was still unpleasant.
1: Your fingies had recuperated by then. My
0: my poor little fingies. They were pretty burnt, but they were usable. <laughs> my fingie meat. Your fingie meat. Oh, <laughs> well, there's Ow. like some sister language <laughs> happening across the table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that just uh, makes me think of the time my brother almost burned the house down by making french fries. <laughs> oh, that
1: was, That's like the that worst, most mundane way to almost destroy the whole house. Uh, grease fire? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no. Jeez. In college, several people said, oh, the fire alarm's off burning popcorn. <laughs> Oh, my God. I think it was actually one person multiple times. <laughs> and we're just like, how are you so bad at this? We're taking your popcorn
1: privileges away. <laughs> you put it in the microwave, you hit 330, then you walk away.
0: Like, why? <laughs> how come every like it's it's like five in the morning why are you making this at five in the morning <laughs> Oh, pot is a hell of a drug guys <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah i had friends almost burn down uh their entire backyard with a, a couch that they were burning so <laughs> okay. i uh, mean that's it, just they, common sense well, they were gonna wreck stuff yeah well <laughs> they uh they were burning it they were moving and they tossed it on the bonfire except it didn't stop moving after they had like rolled it end over end and it kept going and it caught fire and then it tipped up against the tree <laughs> (laughs) So then it was almost caught this tree on fire, so they're standing in the backyard with a garden hose trying to, like, put this tree out. So these are your smart friends. Yep. Oh, man. Uh,
1: I I feel like I've heard uh, Chris Brady tell me a very similar story about nearly setting, it was a garage, and they had, like... They were trying to keep warm, and there was a fire that was just right basically under the garage door, and then people just went to sleep.
0: Oh, oh yeah, no. Yeah. I think <clears throat> I remember him telling us about that.
1: Yeah. With everyone inside the garage, you know? Like, yeah. It was
0: pretty bad. That's probably not good. Yeah. It's a way to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, it's a way. It's one of the ways. It's
0: one of the ways you can do it very efficiently.
1: Christy, I think I'd like to play our famous game.
0: Oh, would you be talking about
1: truth and news? Trues and news our true news fake news news game,
0: yeah. Uh, Jen, Jen, would you like to introduce the concept of Trues and news? I sure would Christy Thanks for asking, <laughs> Country Pumpkin. How do you get here? <laughs> I, I snuck thought, in past America Blanket. <laughs> that's part
1: of our, our Genesee Beer Sign ghost backstory, of course. Yes, it's, uh, oh, it obviously. came from it came from the south. Our, our Genesee it Beer Sign came from side. the
0: south. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a great horror movie. Yeah. yeah.
1: Actually, it sounds awesome. It really yeah. does.
0: Oh, okay. So, truths and news,
1: <laughs> as we call it,
0: as we call it, is this really awesome game where they give us three headlines for news stories, and one of them is true, <clears throat> and two of them are false, <clears throat> and we have to figure out which is which. <laughs> yeah. So, well said. All three of you mm-hmm. are going to get a chance to guess. You don't all have to agree. Yeah. You can have individual guesses.
1: I also don't know. He I have doesn't no idea know. what she's about. So The plot thickens. Yes.
0: <clears throat> we did not work together on this. No. Oh. So, first headline. Bumblebee tuna, not pescatarian friendly after all. Product recalled for containing human remains. He's giving me a look.
1: I'm giving you a look.
0: Hmm. I got a little oh. wag
1: of the finger going on here.
0: All hmm. right. Next one. Michelle Bachman backs up Kanye, asserting that slavery was a choice. Oh, God. I feel like that is. Mm, that feel, that, that is, cr- feels very accurate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wouldn't put anything past Michelle Bachman.
0: No. <clears throat> Last one. Report Youngstown cashier tells Robert, get your own bag. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. No, that. Oh.
1: Get your what?
0: Get your own bag. Get your
1: own get bag? Your own bag? <laughs> like.
0: You're robbing me, get your own bag to rob me with? Yes. Okay. Okay, That is so Youngstown. We usually do do a recap.
1: Yeah, let's hear them again.
0: Bumblebee tuna, not pescatarian-friendly after all. Product recalled for containing human remains. Okay. Second one, Michelle Bachman backs up Kanye, asserting that slavery was a choice. Oh, boy. And lastly, report. Youngstown cashier tells robber, get your own bag.
1: I love that one so much. I love that one so much.
0: I know, like I I, I really want that one to be true. Me too. Like so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I always have one I want to be true, and that's yeah. definitely it this time.
0: Yeah. Well the question is are you gonna are you gonna go with the one you want to be true or is there another one you think is actually true? That's always my internal debate mm. with these things. I know that, yeah.
1: that Bachman one is just like singing know. to it's, me.
0: It's screaming at me.
1: (laughs) Just like of of all the obnoxious shit that I've heard come out of Michelle Bachman's mouth, I would not not put this past her.
0: I know, which is kind of why it makes me suspicious, because it's very on point. Yep. That's the dilemma I'm having, because it's like, that's so good, and it can be so true, but then at the same time, it's like... This is my every week. I know. This exact exact feeling. Now you know what it's like. Yeah. To be on the other side of this. Mel, any thoughts? Do you have a guess? I'm just going to go with the Youngstown one because like... (laughs) It yeah. makes Youngstown so, sound, like, so awful and so trashy and so, like, <laughs> I nihilistic that we don't care anymore. So that's what yeah. I'm going with.
1: Yeah, right. Like, shoot me or not, but don't take my bags. <laughs>
0: right. Like, <laughs> you're going to rob me. Get, you should get your have your planned better. <laughs> <laughs> get your own bag. Critique. We actually offer critiques on robberies here in Youngstown. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you <laughs> know exactly. a, it's like the most Youngstown thing ever. It's like I, someone's coming in to rob them, and they don't have whatever it is they need. They didn't plan it out, and yeah. then they get there, and the person who's, like, being robbed is like, Dude, no! Like, <laughs> bye. be better at like, your be, crime. Be better at this. Come on. Come on. I've, Everyone... I've been robbed by better people. <laughs> Everyone robs here. Yes. Like, it's, I've seen better.
1: Yeah, really. You got to step up your game. I, I was robbed by a guy last week, and he brought his own bag. <laughs> um.
0: All right. So we got Mel's guest. She's going with Youngstown.
1: Here's the deal. I'm going Bachman. I'm going go, Bachman. Partially because it's been so long since I heard anything from Michelle Bachman, I can totally see her just being like, hey, people, remember me?
0: I'm relevant. I'm Michelle Bachman. I'm Michelle Bachman. And I think this horrible, shitty thing. Yeah,
1: here's a shitty thing, I think, and nice to see you again. Mm.
0: Sounds, Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds legit. I, I, I think I'm gonna go with, with Bachman on this one, just because you know Kanye's stirring up a little bit of trouble. Some mm-hmm. everybody's got to put in their two cents, and of course with the whole "I need to be relevant" thing. Yeah, I'm I'm, I, I'm going with it. I'm probably wrong, but I'm going. I with like it.
1: A, I feel like I feel like a rug too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we have one right person oh! and two wrong. Oh! <laughs> so
1: congratulations! I, this
0: I was, was the highlight uh, of my day. <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited when I went on to nottheonion.com no shit. and saw the headline report: Youngstown cashier tells robber, "Get your own bag," and I went, "Yes!" No shit, and no, I hey, thought
1: it would the be subreddit, perfect. right? The, yeah. Okay. And we yeah, and not we the onion
0: it. subreddit. Yeah, we made it. We made it. Not not the onion. Where did? Were there any details for the? Um, It was a Dollar General. Of course, and if it's the one I'm thinking of, it gets robbed constantly. Like which back back in college, which explains why she's just like not giving a fuck. (laughs) Because when I was in college, I did an internship with the YPD, and I. Some of my hours had to be with detectives, mm-hmm. and I went to get a report with a detective from, I'm pretty sure, this Dollar General yeah. after having been robbed then. And that would have been in like 2007 or 2008. Yeah. So, it's no, <laughs> a so pretty years. consistent occurrence. <laughs> and dollar stores are like, they're often. The but, robbed, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like it's it's not funny that a
1: dollar general got robbed. <laughs> it's funny that someone was so apathetic at this point. Yeah, they were like come on,
0: bring your own back. Let me let I me bring up the reco- article. I got
1: a few requirements if <laughs> I'm going to hand over this money. I and...
0: and some of my jobs, I could have seen myself saying something like that, <laughs> yeah, like right. at the fast food restaurant or the gas station. It's like you know, it's just this. Being shot is actually probably going to be less painful than this job. Just just do please, it. just it. it's kill preferable. Well, please. come on. I can't. Uh, I can't like,
1: quit. But you can kill me.
0: Actually, I would probably be happily like piling all the money. Like I have more in the safe. You want some more? Like I hate this company. And I want to see it go down. Let's go.
1: Yes, I'm absolutely in that situation. A like complicit party in this robbery. <laughs> I will go above and beyond.
0: Oh yeah. So this is um, it's like just don't shoot me. Like this yeah. is the article from WFMJ. Yeah. Uh, An employee of an east side business wasn't entirely cooperating with a robber, even though he had a gun pointed at her, according to a Youngstown police report. The man and woman working at the Oak Street Dollar General told officers Sunday night that a man pointed a gun at them, walked behind the counter, and demanded all the money. When the woman began to hand over the money in the drawer, he told her to put the cash in a bag. According to the report, the woman told the robber to get his own bag. The suspect <laughs> held the bag open while the cashier filled it with bills <laughs> from both cash drawers. The two said the robber walked out of the store on Oak Street in the direction of downtown. Oh, my God. I love it amazing. so much. So you yep. listened to her. Yeah. yeah he, he got he, his own and bag. he held it open for <laughs> her. What?
1: Like a gentleman, I'll yeah. note. If He's you're going gen- to rob a place, I mean, be a gentleman. gentleman robber. Hold the bag open like it's a gentleman. It's chivalry
0: at its finest, Right. Really. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Come on!
0: Yeah,
1: be an old timey crook. Hold the bag Christ. open for the lady <laughs> while you
0: rob her. And also bring your own bag that has a dollar sign printed on it. Like, <laughs> oh, you gotta wear like, the little the little uh, ninja turtle esque mask that you yes. see in all of yeah. them. And the stripy stripey shirt. shirt. Yeah.
1: You know, I gotta say, if I was gonna rob places, I'd need that stripey shirt. I just wouldn't feel right without it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not suspicious at all. <laughs> no, not at all. The Ninja Turtle mask and the Strapy shirt. Also, no one I just will ever think I want to anything. point out that this article, this little blurb was really poorly written. Oh, really? I did, like, edit on the go while I read this. No kidding. They, w- where was said, the
1: source article it's from? It's WFMJ. Way to go, WFMJ. It's,
0: an employee of an East Side business wasn't entire, entirely cooperated with a robber.
1: Wasn't entirely Cruise cooperated reading is a thing, with.
0: guys. Did you know that proofreading and is a thing? And then later, yeah. the oh no one the works part there where it says, It's all yeah, robots. It's just computers now. Yeah, it's
1: all robots and um, bloggers.
0: When the woman began to hand over the money in the drawer, he told her to her to put the cash in a bag. He told her to
1: her. He told her to her.
0: Yeah. I mean, how many w- times do I tell you? Do better. <laughs> Be better. Be better than the robber. A little yes. slap on
1: the hand from. And Christy. bring
0: your own bag. Bring
1: your own bag. <laughs> I love that. That's insane.
0: Well, congrats to Mel. Yeah, I wish I had congrats. some kind of treat or something for you.
1: There's Would you care there's for There's some treat?
0: Heath Bars upstairs you want a treat.
1: I got, like, a whole stick I got of some pepperoni.
0: <laughs> we got pepperoni. A whole stick of pepperoni, some grapes. I have got food. soda. Got
1: like, I got, like, maybe. Nope, I'm out of Hot Pockets. No Hot Pockets. <laughs> Damn. I'm just going to offer you a hot, hot Pocket. Hot <laughs> I feel bad. No Hot Pockets.
0: No. Oh, man. You shouldn't have brought it up.
1: For the middle segment of this episode, yes, we were referred a suggestion by Laura. <clears throat> we previously mm-hmm. mentioned who was on our last guest episode. Uh She told us that she was hanging out with TJ, and I guess they were—I don't know—I'm in my head. They were—they were, were, they
0: were probably eating Wisconsin cheese. In
1: my head, they were eating cheese yes. because they were talking about. Okay, I don't understand how just milk becomes
0: all. How these does cheeses. cheese work? How does cheese work? Mm. Cheese, how does it work? I the new ICP single, <laughs> <laughs> miracles. Oh
1: yeah. Everything miracle. is miracles. It's just there Jeez. in the air.
0: How does that work?
1: <laughs> oh my god, I love the miracle song so much, and I haven't thought about it in a while. Oh, cheese. Um, so, so, and if you guys know anything on this after I'm or in the middle of or before at any point, feel free to chime in. I did a little bit of research uh, to answer that question. About what I feel like I feel like I'm gonna fuck this up. Somehow. Well,
0: off the top of your heads, do you guys know things about cheese? Like, what do you know about cheese? <laughs> it <laughs> involves not it bacteria at some point. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: like the most I knew when we when I started reading.
0: Yeah. So their main question was: um, There's so many different types of cheese. Mm-hmm. So how do you get all the variants of cheese? Like, is it basically the same product? Like practice but different bacteria or does it depend on what you start with as far as you know there's like goat cheese and stuff like that obviously that's goat's milk but like what makes it different because some of them can taste so different from each other yeah
1: yeah
0: all equally good i would assert
1: yeah i think well no not equally there's plenty of cheeses i think are kind of not that garbage i will say i'm not
0: a huge swiss fan
1: not a huge swiss fan
0: it depends Not, on the Swiss. If it's on something, it's fine. Oh if it's on a sandwich, it's okay. Yeah. But I don't want just chunks of Swiss. Mm-hmm. Baby Swiss is okay, but like Swiss, Swiss. Yeah. If it's like mm-hmm. a Not sharp my thing. Swiss, then it's like a no. But if it's like a, a more of a buttery kind yeah. of Swiss, yes. then. Yeah.
1: That's the Swiss I like too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my dad I'm is, okay with that My dad is a huge Swiss cheese person So he It's always been around And like I'm the kind of person That is like Oh here I'll try that I haven't you know Do I like this now And like I'll eat it And I'll be like Nope oh, Still, still don't like it
1: Still about He's loud.
0: a he's a huge Swiss cheese person Which <laughs> makes me think He's, <laughs> he's ginormous And he's, he's made, made of made out Swiss of cheese <laughs> That is actually What makes us so incredible We are actually Like the great gods We sprang fully formed Out of a Swiss cheese person <laughs> like, We were like formed From cheese belch. curds
1: Like out of the mouth Of crow or something just yes. like burp He a just whole like cheese.
0: formed you out of cheese curds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna be so proud.
1: <laughs> Man, family secrets. That's something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I so I did a quick search on this because I thought, you know, okay, what's the what's the you know most accessible information here and how can I best get my head around this? And the answer I found was very, very lengthy. I was surprised how much information there was on this and easily found. Uh, there's a huge Quora answer. You ever read oh, stuff okay. on Quora? Yeah. And, I like um, Quora. I do too. I mean, like, it's you find a lot of interesting things on there.
0: They'll send a little, I don't even know how I signed up for it, but they'll send little, like, updates to my email. Yeah. And it's usually, I think it kind of caters it to you. And so I usually get ones that are like, how do you know you're a psychopath? Or like... <laughs> All right. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever met a serial killer?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Should I,
0: we be concerned? No, I, not, no, it's I, not I, I do entirely. a lot of Google searches on yeah, psychopaths. No, it's lot, not entirely so. accurate because Quora thinks that I'm, like, super into Japan and <laughs> being vegan. Okay. And it's, it's, it
1: thinks it's got you pegged. It's yeah, like, it's this like, is the person I think you I, are.
0: It's like, Mel, you need to know how to speak Japanese and make, like cashew butter yeah
1: right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i was blown away by how detailed the answer i found was which is i should have written the guy's name down that's the whole point of quora is like famous
0: cheesemonger
1: <laughs> yeah he is actually a a, a well-researched uh or rather credentialed cheesemonger
0: i'm not surprised
1: i think he got his start in india and then he moved to canada and he's been like all over the place
0: Cheesemongering all over the world.
1: Just cheesing the globe, this guy. M-
0: mongering it up. He's I like the word monger. <laughs> monger. He's mongering the cheeses.
1: <laughs> Any monger? There's not a whole lot of monger titles, are yeah.
0: there? Yeah. And I gotta tell you, like, every time I go to a cheesemonger, they're always the nicest people. And very patient. All They'll the, just cut you pieces of cheese all damn day. All they the don't che- care.
1: All the cheesemongers I know.
0: All the <laughs> cheesemongers I know. And I've met several. Yeah. I mean, how can you I like angry cheese. with cheese? I yeah. mean, unless right. you're lactose intolerant. but Which I am, but I am in <laughs> you denial. Don't you don't care. You <laughs> well, Yeah, I'm thinking,
1: like, if you're lactose intolerant, you probably don't go, you know, it's time to start the cheese business. Yeah. i thinking about this a long time. <laughs> I'm going to be a cheesemonger now. I
0: mean, you don't have to eat it. But I would imagine Wouldn't you feels have, have to
1: taste it it like at a some waste. point. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like a chef, a chef that doesn't taste his food. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah don't, don't trust a skinny chef or a lactose intolerant cheesemonger. That's how that phrase goes. Exactly.
1: Put that in Christy's advice corner next week. <laughs> um,
0: so cheese advice.
1: The basic things I found, uh, and this is an attempt to distill down a huge list of information on this. Okay. Um, the basic stuff you probably already you know have some concept of like i did i guess like the milk itself first Mm -hmm. of all right um we get like a pretty specific narrow kind of like milk in the supermarket Mm -hmm. you know like it's like uh there's not a whole lot of variety in like your regular you know dairy or cow's milk that you get in the store um but when it comes to cheese making, the breed of the cow, the what the animal eats, the season, and even you know, setting aside different kinds of animal milk, there's just all these variations just within cow milk. I actually did not think about species within hmm.
0: like different yeah.
1: or like sort of maybe I'm using the wrong word there but like different different kinds of cows fed different kinds of things in different places at different so, times of the year so
0: that fudge cheese we have is made from the milk of brown cows right naturally yes yeah, that are only that fed fudge yeah <laughs> just chocolate just cacao chocolate yeah chocolate cacao
1: yeah their lives are like <laughs> miserable names. <laughs> they just they just like funnel like uh, chocolate quick mix into Dude. the cow's face. I don't know. That sounds, sounds really good amazing. to me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> me and
0: Jen have signed up. <laughs> We're yeah. like, let's do it. Why hasn't Put nobody shovel, tried that yet? Shovel Nesquik in my face all day. I will. <laughs> right. Let's go. I'm,
1: that's I would do whatever. Yeah. I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> like I'm okay.
1: Um. <clears throat> so uh, here's something I found interesting. Parmesan and Romano, in particular, these two cheeses are protected by law. The names are protected by law. So the specific kinds of cows and what they're fed and all of that is like a formula that's like legally like you well, in order just to like eat those
0: champagne cheeses, yeah. needs to come we'll from say. champagne, right?
1: It's a it's a trademark. Wow. Um, and here's something interesting: the quality of milk in general varies a lot from country to country. And I guess I should have thought about that, but it hadn't occurred to me that like you know in different places where there's higher health standards or like you know more stricter requirements,
0: yeah. better
1: milk. Better cheese.
0: None of that garbage American stuff. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> well, surprisingly, I guess we fare really well on that list. Really? Which surprised me. Uh, I guess our milk is better than I would have thought because in my well, head we, it's just we like have the cows FDA. getting needles full of stuff <laughs> and it can't be any good. In, in my head, that's what I thought.
0: Well, we have the FDA. So there's yeah. like standards that are enforced. Right. So I'm, in, I'm thinking the real difference is in like non-first world countries yeah. kind of thing I'm, yeah. I'm thinking it's like the regulations like as far as like you know the treatment of the animals and then how they're milked where it's stored the temperatures yeah. all yeah. that different kind of stuff <clears throat>
1: all that stuff and and you know like the frequency of inspection and things like yeah. that to make sure people aren't trying to you know cheat the systems right mm-hmm. yeah um so that's the main one milk obviously uh the second one i hadn't thought about is the, ver- the variation in cultures themselves like the bacterial cultures they use hmm Really subtle variations in bacterial cultures, um, yeah, the, the temperatures that the milk is held at, uh, varying speeds of bacterial activity, and also depending on upon the bacteria's resistance to things like bacteriophages, totally different results. That actually kind of surprised me. Like, I guess, it, you know, like, you kind of think, okay, there's probably, like, what, like, a handful <laughs> of different kinds of bacteria or whatever. You don't think there's probably, like, a whole bunch of it. There is a surprising variety And the way that it's used produces really different results. Um,
0: I mean, I feel like we kind of had an idea because of you making beer. Like, you're familiar with some kinds of bacteria and how it works. But, yeah, yeah, I didn't really know how precise it was.
1: Yeah. I didn't either. And, you know, I guess, like, like a lot of this stuff, I guess I should have figured, like, just like beer making, you're relying on microorganisms to make your stuff for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, they kind of do whatever they want, and you can kind of influence them with, like, temperature and stuff.
0: Now, yeah. Are the microorganisms paid a living wage? That's <clears> all I want to know.
1: Naturally. Of
0: course. Awesome. Okay. They, well, that's, how, that's yeah. how I'm okay with it. No, they're great.
1: Yeah, yeah they're fine. Don't worry about it. They're fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the yeast is fed all the sugar at once. Yeah, that's exactly. All it, needs. <laughs> until
1: it Until it basically passes out on itself. <laughs> that's how we get beer.
0: The bacteria gets all the milk it desires. Yep. Man,
1: that sounds really nice. (laughs) It's actually like a really soothing thought to me. For anyway, Um, uh, third thing is enzymes, uh, which are added to cheese that produce specific flavors and also different coagulants that are added in. This is something I actually hadn't thought about. Um, So the enzymes you add to create different like uh, different activity and the the coagulants give you different <laughs> consistencies. Mm-hmm. So, like uh, enzymes are added to make like cheddar, like force it to like you know uh, bind to itself and kind of shrink become up and become firm. Do that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, something like ricotta is like I believe uh, they use like an acidic type coagulant, so it kind of comes together, but not Loosely. quite all the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's one part of it. Um, and my last point on this one, because this is just the middle segment, I don't want to go too out of control on this one. We mm-hmm. really could have done a whole episode. There was, there I
0: told you, we could have.
1: I feel like it would have been definitely boring to just like you know. I,
0: I don't know who you think our audience is, <laughs> dude. I would love to hear about cheese. Like maybe. I love cheese. So if you did an yeah. entire episode of cheese, even if, if I was the only listener, well, maybe we'll we'll, we'll put consider it. On the list. it maybe, we'll we'll see what's left. You know, yeah. To do.
1: Um, I wrote, there's a zillion techniques that actually produce, uh, different results. Uh, I put, like, a short list of, like, a whole bunch of things here, like, when to wash the curd, the size of the curd, the speed at which you stir it, the speed at which you drain it, the sequence in which you turn it, whether it's pressed, if you brine it, if you cure it, if you age ripen it, if you, like, allow it to naturally drain versus, like, forcibly drain it, like, all these things, um... Produce totally different consistencies. They allow the bacteria to act in different ways, and that creates cheeses that are like completely different from each other.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, and uh, I wrote the time itself also has a massive impact on cheese. Uh, you know, as anyone who has had like an aged cheese mm-hmm. can you know can you know confirm it. You know, the bacteria continuing to have its natural effect over time, and you know the. the Whatever exactly happens in aging, mm-hmm. but um, all of those things create different, create <laughs> totally different cheese.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. I know, like for the aging process, I've had when I was visiting one of my favorite cheesemongers. <laughs> when those I when I lived in many, when I lived near Chicago, um, there was a place. Oh God, I'm not gonna Marion Street Cheese Market. Okay, and they had the nicest people working there, the nicest mongers <laughs> on Mary Street. Top-notch mongers. And uh, there was a, several different cheddars, which I'm fond of. And yeah. there was one that was like, I forget how many years it was aged. It was upwards of 10 years. And they're like, this is, here, have a piece of this. This is good. This is not a cheese you're going to want to eat on crackers. Like, you're going to eat a small piece of this. And be okay just eating that small piece of cheese until the next time you decide you want a piece. Because it's a very strong taste. I
1: have a very hard time imagining any cheese. I just want a tiny piece of it.
0: I tried it. They were not wrong. It's like (laughs) it wasn't one I wanted to eat a whole bunch of. It tasted good, but it was very strong. Really? It was just a very distinct flavor. It's like any aged cheddar, but just like all the things that make it an aged cheddar magnified. Because Mm. it was probably, (coughs) I want to say, aged like 15 years or something. Yeah. Mm.
1: This makes me think. We have a tiny little sliver of 10-year-aged cheddar upstairs, and we have never opened it.
0: Yeah, we can snack on that afterwards. Maybe, possibly after the cast. I do not oppose cheese, so I am 100% in. (laughs) Pro cheese. Pro cheese. I'm pro cheese. I'm pro cheese. The The only one who may have a problem is Mel, because she shares in my blight of being lactose intolerant. I think she also ignores it sometimes, too. Sometimes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because a life without dairy is difficult to imagine completely.
0: And, you know, I never knew this much about cheese, and I feel like (laughs) it's weird. Like, one of the best science classes I ever took was the, you're an arts major, so we're not even going to try to teach you science in college, (laughs) so take this biology class, and we're just going to make wine and really ask biology. And I feel like if you, like, taught... People or, like, kids in school. So, this is how you make cheese and yeah. this is science. It would be like. That's really fun, good. right? Yeah. And it's useful. Yeah. It's like they you make get a product out of it. They make like kits now that are like affordable. You can make your own, make your cheese. own cheese. Like, yeah. it'd be really, if if I had kids, which I don't plan to. But I would totally be making my kids make me cheese. Like, learn how to make cheese for mommy. What?
1: what That's where your head went. Is if I had kids, they'd make make me cheese.
0: cheese. It's educational. It's science. Mama needs her cheese. It's it's a beneficial. It's a mutual beneficial relationship. The kids get an education. She gets cheese. Everybody Symbiotic. It's it's symbiotic. Just like the bacteria and (laughs) the 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 curds. Make mama some cheese. Going on oh. a t-shirt. I'm going to make Mama some cheese. Make, make a, mom, a
1: little slice of cheese for Mommy.
0: <laughs> you know, actually, the, you talking about, like, the different aging and, like, everything else, it kind of makes me think of, like, what what the difference in taste in cheese that's been, like, major manufacture. uh majorly... okay?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, we dropped the control box for the headphones. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, no. Did I do that? I don't know it doesn't matter. <laughs> All
0: right. But um just like the like the a major manufacturer like uh, on a massive scale like how different that cheese tastes than somebody who's doing like an artisanal kind of like small batch very yeah. like like you know I pictured like you know it, stuff you see in movies like the old like wooden shelves and like yeah. a and a stone basement in Italy yeah you know and With then all it's these
1: like identical wheels, wheels just yeah.
0: on racks you know it's like kind of want to think like okay well what is, and especially too like what does the cheese of today taste like versus the cheese of like four hundred years ago it yeah ha-
1: it has to be in my mind different because if the bacterial cultures are as important as I think they are, they're a living organism. They yeah. change. They like evolve and fast too. They're bacteria. So they evolve mm-hmm. pretty fast. So you gotta think, we can't even probably approximate what cheese yeah, used to be. Yeah, like. and
0: not to mention, we talked about how important the milk is and how it's treated. Yeah. Like, many many years ago there weren't the standards and practices there are now it was you have your own cow you milk it it's unpasteurized you yeah. you yeah. make and, your cheese from it like and the breeds of cow we have today are entirely different than the breeds yeah. of cow they had back then yeah. i mean i know there are some like breeds of cow that do date back to like the neolithic and stuff that yeah. are still extant mm-hmm. today but i think most of the time it's whatever Holstein, Jersey, yeah. something, yeah, black and white spot cow.
1: Yeah, like whatever whatever you know industrial farming has decided is the best. And then everything yeah. else just kind of trickles off a bit, right? Cuz we're now we're now artificially Well,
0: they're the they're the ones that are easiest to take care of, the mm-hmm. hardiest yeah. of the breeds, the ones that produce the most milk. You know, there are a lot of things that go into it that aren't just like a cow being a cow. Yeah.
1: God, now that I think about it, there's just there's cheese we will never even begin to imagine. Man, that makes me
0: sad. Untold yeah. cheese. If, so the thought that just popped in my head was if I ever met the doctor and he said that I oh. could go wherever I wanted to go. <laughs> I would want to go to the past and eat cheese. <laughs>
1: Christy, this is like a real fat dream, but I'm so with you.
0: Let's go. <laughs> You're the best companions ever. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, just take us on a tour of cheese. The Genesee Dalton sign. Ages. Come on. Come on, Genesee sign. Take us. There's <laughs> no time to save the universe. We need to figure yeah. out what the original cheddar tasted like. Yes. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. No, yeah. Forget go back in time and shoot Hitler. Like, yeah, we're going mm-hmm. to Oh, work. there is
0: a <laughs> Doctor Who episode about that. Is yeah. there actually? Yeah. Rory, put Hitler in the closet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess they don't successfully kill Hitler. No, because yeah. Hitler's a a
0: fixed point in time or something you yeah yeah him. you can't go it's, back in time and hit, that's uh-huh. the logic they use to yeah. get around the fact that you know <clears throat> that they really wanted to everyone's got,
1: <laughs> everyone's got a reason i can't kill hitler yeah,
0: yeah. well i mean nah you know
1: see when some you lose mostly some.
0: that yeah. he's dead but <laughs> yeah, right yeah, yeah. He, he he died hopefully would have uh you know uh, contrary to the conspiracy theories that he escaped the bunker and right. is out there you know, was out there somewhere like living in Argentina beach. with the rest of the I Nazis. Mean, even that if that were true, he's still probably dead now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I hope he died miserably. If he's not dead. He's like one hundred twenty. <laughs> Yeah, he actually, like a that's keeper. I think oh back, my that's god, what, no, that's what I hope he's, happened. He's 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 okay. So uh the Last Crusade, Indiana Jones, and the Last Crusade. Remember uh <laughs> when they're in like they're drinking out of the cups and stuff, yeah. and like they the guy starts like withering. Yeah, that's that's actual Hitler. That's Hitler. Like they now. they took Hitler now and then they filmed that, and it's just like this huge time time travel conspiracy.
1: I like it. <laughs> you know what? That sounds like the kind of thing. That that Steven Spielberg and George Lucas how, would want to do. How
0: did we get here from cheese? <laughs> cheese to Hitler. Oh, it's like that six degrees of separation. Yes. Like when you go on Wikipedia and you start clicking things, see how but many times it takes you get to get to Hitler. Hitler.
1: But with more Hitler.
0: With more more Hitler, Hitler and less yeah. Kevin Bacon. Sometimes yeah.
1: there's some Hitler in that game.
0: Well, no. Did you, you guys? Did you guys ever play that?
1: Yeah. Okay. It's hard to do on Wikipedia, but it, it's it's way harder to do. If you're not allowed to use America or yeah. country countries at all as a connecting point. Yeah. yeah. So they have, like, variations on this game.
0: Yeah, I forget. Mel, didn't you do it one time where you clicked to Hitler in one click? <laughs> I forget what it was. It was, like, the most obscure, Boom. weird reference, and she clicked it, and it was, like, in Hitler. I was like, oh. What was the name was of fast- that game? Huh? There was an actual Wikipedia game. Yeah, it was game. like Wiki
1: Race or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: where it wasn't always Hitler, but it was like you we're gonna start you here and we're gonna give you a page you have to get to and you have to try to get to it in as few clicks as possible.
1: Yeah. Huh. And they would time you, which was cool. So the whole website is in a frame and the left frame is like counting your clicks and timing how long it takes you. Huh. That's a really that and, That was fun. Uh, there was another one called was it Geo Guesser?
0: What was that
1: one? GeoGuessr is incredible. Recommendation for anyone oh, listening to this. yeah, yeah, that what it'll one was do cool. Is it will drop you in a Google Maps location, and you're looking around, right? And okay. you can walk. You can walk around. You can go to different places.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like Street View. Okay,
1: but it won't show you where you are in the map, and your goal is to find out where you are. You have on to. The map.
0: You have to guess where you're at. Yeah. Like, so like when we played it once, I we were basically walking around. It was like a super rural. Um, and we were seeing street sign kind of things Mm -hmm. and like town signs, but it was in another language and we didn't know what the language was, Hmm. but we were having, like, we were coming up with our best guess of like where we thought it was based on what the language looked like and what the area looked like. And if we could like find anything recognizable.
1: Yeah. Cause sometimes you can go, okay, well here's these kind of, you know, like, uh, you know, I met this kind of intersection this road goes like this for a long way there's a lake here I know the language on this sign or whatever and you can kind of put some things together and yeah. it rewards you based on how close you get
0: huh. yeah
1: GeoGuessr is awesome
0: <laughs> there was a night where we just played the Wikipedia race game and GeoGuessr like all night and it was really <laughs> fun and wholesome yeah. like it was it was a lot of fun it's a very Brady Bunch moment it Yeah. It
1: really is. yeah it really is
0: no yeah, Chris was... Brady wasn't there
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Uh, Hi. So, why don't we take ourselves a little break, break? Because take a little break, break. We've already been recording for fifty-one
0: minutes. You know oh. the guest episodes are gonna go longer. I think that's so. okay yeah. because they're super special. Yeah. Anyway, are super special.
1: Super <laughs> special.
0: Take be that sure. as you will.
1: Uh, so, so we will take a break and we will come back with the main topic for this episode.
0: All right, yeah. (laughs)
1: notoriously dense shit on the Goose <laughs> podcast.
0: No, so my dad, will, my dad told us a story about his Uncle Gene who I guess had like notoriously dense shits. Okay. And he would uh, he would come over and like you never wanted him to use your toilet because he uh, he would he would clock it up. So there was one particular holiday. I guess he came over. It was like Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, and he went into if the it's bathroom. If Christmas, that's what we what we I, in my family called the Yule log. I knew you were going to say
1: that. I knew you were going to say it that. was one because of historical
0: of of events <laughs> where <laughs> that very same thing has happened. It was one hell of a Yule log because I guess I guess he he went into the bathroom for like an hour, oh. and came how long back it takes out to birth a that new thing. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, my dad's like he had to have been like forty pounds lighter for the size. Of of This thing that was in the toilet, it was, and still, was, still, was still there. It would not flush. It was so <laughs> big around. My dad's like, I don't understand how this happened. Because like he's his like, anus oh. defies <laughs> physics <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I guess like my dad's like all he can remember is his dad just motherfucking him with a well, he's like a coat hanger trying to like.
1: Break oh my thing god! Down
0: to get it into the no, okay, now that's toilet. a man that needs a poop knife. That's a man that needs a poop knife. He definitely needed a poop knife. <laughs> but like every time when I heard that episode, every time I hear somebody talk about a poop knife, that's what comes to my mind. Okay, so this is a really weird reference, but oh I I once witnessed uh, like a a corner. Do an autopsy. Mm -hmm. And when they do an autopsy, they take out the organs and they cut them into sections to, like, inspect them and see if there's anything weird or, like, if it looks healthy. Okay. They call this loafing. (laughs) I'm sorry? They call it loafing. Like, they they cut it it like bread.
1: Like, separating you into loaves. What?
0: Oh, the poop. They cut it loafing. Is it the poop that they're (laughs) No. The, on, organs, the organs, internal organs, okay. but that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. like, the poop knife, I'm like, you have to loaf, loaf your there. poop, you know, oh. <laughs> to get it down the toilet. Oh.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever, uh, here's what I'm wondering, is that, is that just really healthy?
0: I, or really unhealthy? I I kind of feel like it's someone who doesn't poop very frequently. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, like, more on the three-day side of things, because they say, pooping a couple times a day to once every three days. That's in the healthy range. Yeah. So maybe he's like a once every three days kind of guy yeah. and it just kind of builds up.
1: It's like a yeah. little diamond.
0: Well, you know, we were talking about bacteria and stuff earlier. It's mm-hmm. like you know, you have a lot of gut flora and fauna and things that like fauna. I there. You I'm going to meet your gut animals. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I, I mean, I pooped some animals before. I'm not gonna, <laughs> i pretend I haven't.
0: <laughs> but, uh, no, it's like you have, you have the different gut bacteria and stuff. So like maybe their genetic makeup or like their their bacterial yeah. makeup is like so vastly different than most other people's that yeah. it it, it impa- impacts well, <laughs> oh. well yeah it imp- <laughs> impacts it impacts too it's it impacted all right <laughs> it, it affects like how their body processes everything and disposes of it yeah yeah maybe it
1: just makes a totally uh-huh. different poop otherwise unknown to the rest of us with more normal poops.
0: I mean, I've had some pretty impressive poops. <laughs> yeah. This has been the weirdest conversation I have been privy to all week. <laughs> I'm
1: glad I started recording this. <laughs> poop Corner. Save this corner. for posterity. This
0: has been poop corner. <laughs> poop corner. We have a habit of, like, coming back from the break on Poop Talk. <laughs> well,
1: you know, that's what you do with your idle time.
0: Well, I think also, too, everybody has to go to the bathroom, so it's just, like, it's fresh in everyone's mind. <laughs> it's, right. it's like, well, yeah. I just used the toilet, so toilet humor.
1: Yeah, right. It is, it's a natural thing to do after a break.
0: Now speaking of things you wish were left in the toilet.
1: Okay, I was going to talk more about really firm poops, but let's let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> it's about time. And we,
0: you know, there's always next episode, David. There's, save yep, it. I'll save it. Um, our next topic.
1: Our only topic.
0: Only topic. Our second well, topic. Our our next topic, as in in the run of the episodes Litany. in general.
1: Yeah, our main topic.
0: Our topic today is. <laughs> David Avocado Wolf. Yes. Now, if you spend any amount of time on Facebook, the sighs are starting.
1: I love if you it. Spend w-
0: any amount of time on Facebook. Um, you've seen this guy's posts, and they kind of range between like kind of inspirational, yeah, like pseudo inspirational like, quotes, and yeah. they have his name on them at the bottom. Um, and the little bit I know about him is basically—I mean, it's kind of a foot-in-the-door thing. He wants you to like his page based on those, and then you get, all oh, that comes in the David Avocado Wolf package. Yeah, and you're Melen the Jen- Avocado-verse— yeah, the
1: avocado verse. Yeah, the extended avocado verse at times.
0: Mel and Jen have been doing extensive amounts of research on this, and mm-hmm. there was mention of transcribing videos that they watched. <laughs> yeah. Mel, Mel kind of had like a, a Pepe Silva moment from like uh, <laughs> yes. Always Sunny. She's yes. like, she I came home, she's there looking at me no like peril. I was like, I was yeah, I was just looking like I was waiting for the red tape and like the the board <laughs> to come out, and I was like, Are you okay? I, I now, love
1: I love this level of I, obsession. I do
0: want to mention that Mel and Jen are both anthropologists, mm-hmm. so this is right up your alley. Yeah. This is research. He certainly
1: I, is a person.
0: I'm too mm. judgmental to be a good anthropologist, so this is <laughs> going to be like, he is a charlatan, he's a horrible person, and this is why... Well, we, oh. all, we all
1: bring our biases, <clears throat> but after all, he is a weirdo.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, and um, it, you're allowed to form judgments on this podcast. Yes. This is not a professional... I was decided not an article. <laughs> I was way more neutral about him before I started like looking him up and because like first it was like, oh, what's the harm? He's kind of a kook. Yeah, he shares things yeah. middle aged moms sh- like share on Facebook. Yeah, and now yeah. it's like he needs, he, we need to take him down. We need to scrub him from the record. <laughs> he <laughs> he has never existed. Yeah. He's sh- like no. Our mom actually shared one of his posts, like oh, no. as I was researching, and it's like David Avocado Wolf. I'm like, did I like look him up on Facebook? And it's like your mom shared this, and I'm like, mom, no. Yeah, no. I think I actually, I think I actually said that. I was like, mom, no, no, he's a terrible person, no, mom,
1: no. <laughs> oh my god, well, I'm so glad you guys. Uh, this is the first time anyone has ever brought research yeah. to us.
0: It's no. our second so, guest episode, but the first time that we're not the ones doing the research. So, I so I'm get really excited. to put excited. my
1: feet up and just relax.
0: You all learn. you had to do was talk about cheese, and all I had to do was the news quiz. It's yeah. the break for us. It yeah. really, it's
1: a little vacation.
0: Yeah. We like treating people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. so... uh Yeah, where to
1: even begin?
0: Uh, He's he is like a a matryoshka doll of just terrible. So (laughs) it's great. The beginning, also in the beginning, their printed notes are about seven pages long. (laughs) So yeah, we're we're not going to talk about uh, everything in excruciating detail, but uh, it's going to be more of a tour de terrible of (laughs) (laughs) tour de terrible. Yeah, do you want to do the beginning, the middle, or the end? Doesn't matter. (sighs) You start. Oh, yay. So, his beginnings. uh, On the first day... uh, (laughs) No, um, so... A lot of the research that we found um, for his beginnings started with a woman named Jill Edinger. Um, Well, that was more of a launching off point because it was, her article was entitled, I worked for David Avocado Wolf for four years and here's what his critics are missing. And I'm like, oh, this is relevant. I'm a critic. What am I missing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds compelling. Yeah.
0: Anytime I find an article like that, I'm all in. I'm like, like, I want to know what the people, because you, you have the best knowledge of what someone is like as a person, if they've been your superior. Yeah. Yeah. Because that brings the best and the worst out in people. <laughs> yeah. You yeah.
1: Get, yeah, you get acquainted with people.
0: Yeah, so her, um, her journey starts in the spring of 2004. They had like mutual friends and she attended uh, one of his lectures. Um, she was a vegan into the whole raw food diet, which was um, like you know really gaining popularity mm. at that time and he was a, an adherent uh, to it. And I'd say he's probably the most famous raw food vegan, if not the only famous raw food vegan. <laughs> <All> right.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that's something I'm not that familiar with is the, the raw food vegan.
0: Yeah. Basically, I mean, it is what it sounds like, but it, it's vegan, so no animal products or byproducts of any kind. And then also no cooked food, so raw fruits and veggies. Yeah, Although okay. you're not breaking down the... The nutrients found in. I the have stuff. seen interviews for him where he's like, oh, yeah, "I'm not like so militantly into the vegan part anymore, or whatever." So, it sounds like he's backed off of that of late. But also, there People are, lot are of, you just eating raw meat? There are a like- lot of like <laughs> conflicting things about David Avocado Wolf. Interesting. Yeah. So this woman, like, she she meets him. She goes to this uh, lecture, whatever. She. Packs up, leaves her New York, like, she's in New York, she has a sales job, she packs up, leaves everything, goes to San Diego to work at Nature's First Law headquarters as the national sales manager, um... So like think about like all the people in like the sixties and the seventies like all the new age like the hippies and stuff everybody who just like left everything sold everything packed up and moved out to like California or Oregon to live in the communes and Whoa. like get like that's the kind of like all right I'm I'm invested in this I'm into this I'm sold so when was yeah. this uh, two thousand four <clears> yeah <clears <throat> okay. so like yeah so she goes in like the spring of two thousand four like by the end of by the end of the year she's like boom gone no okay. Kidding. Um, so, uh, Nature's First Law is, was his kind of company, um, brand that they're seeking to build a presence and a business on selling superfoods such as, like, rock cow nibs, uh, goji berries, and, like, That's stuff like that. That's why you mentioned like, cacao nibs. <laughs> okay totally I, I was trying to like reference and pull it back in um <laughs> uh, but now like that so like if you guys like i don't know if you guys remember like back in like the mid-2000s when everybody was like all into like the whole the superfood diets and wanting yeah. to eat mm-hmm. like super healthy like this is like a lot of this started at this point um antioxidants yeah that? blueberries palm like, juice and it was yeah. back
1: when people were trying to hawk each other things like mango steam juice yeah just like, uh, it's a, it's all natural, super something. Every
0: time I think of Mango Steen, I think of that story Ben told us of a party yeah. he went to where one of the kids' mom's friends tried to pitch them all Mango Steen for yeah. like 40 minutes. It was
1: a birthday party, and then it wasn't.
0: <laughs> and then it was a pitch <laughs> for uh, Mango Steen. And then like <laughs> yeah. the multi level marketing. Yeah. It's ugly head. Yeah.
1: It's like, hey guys, I'm glad you're all here for this party. I just want to talk to you for 15 minutes.
0: If I could just get 15 minutes of your nope. time, you don't have to buy anything. I swear, <laughs> just listen to what I have to say. Yeah, yeah. We're um. 15. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. Yeah. Um. So they're so they're working on trying to build their presence, and she was part of the team. Um. She worked with him on like they went on a tour to start looking for people across the country, like uh, us, like salespeople, yeah. who would be like commission based trying to like be, like they're the reps going into places like they're trying to get into whole foods um like going all these places where whole you know trader is not easy to get into but, yeah. but they got in yeah they did no shit she they was, won she was very proud of that um but, yeah <laughs> she, she spent a lot of time talking about like how awesome this was like they got a 100 like a 100 case display in a whole foods of like cacao nibs in, or something it's it's in, tough i have a friend who sells um vegan cookies And she also makes the best non-vegan butter cookies I've ever had. But she sells her vegan cookies at Whole Foods. And it's, like, not easy. And you need to, like, obviously, like, you're a professional when you're selling to them. But, like, they have high standards. And you have to keep up to them. And if you're not a corporation selling to that corporation, it's can be difficult. You are yeah. on them
1: for getting in. It doesn't sound Yeah,
0: easy. I mean that's I'm I'm going to give all the people that worked for him the credit there. Yeah. Like good for them. Yeah. <laughs> no, they uh you know, that's like it was a lot of it was a lot of work um mm-hmm. and they got uh the 100 case display was in uh the Houston Street New York City Whole Foods. Okay. So it was like a huge Yeah, it's pretty big Mhm. Um so at this point superfoods are now Mainstream. Yeah. It's it, it's hit it's hit and every, you know, Midwestern mom is all about the detoxing and the superfoods and the antioxidants. Yeah. And, oh,
1: and I, I love the word antioxidants. Antioxidants and
0: detoxing yeah. always yeah. make me roll my eyes. It's and uh, super hard. I'm I almost not, lose them. I'm going to go on a juice cleanse because I need to detox. For a second, <laughs> I thought you said jizz cleanse and I was like, <laughs> that's a new one. <laughs> that's not, I've that doesn't never, seem like a thing. I've never <laughs> heard of this one. <laughs> uh, I need to donate just cleanse you know what I, with the state of the world i would not be surprised if somebody was actually doing that somewhere Somebody's because they thought it was it. going to help them and somebody yeah somebody yeah. has done it or will do people it people drink their own urine someone's yeah. definitely oh, oh, ingested oh. Oh, we no. we will we will get to <laughs> oh, we will get to the urine yes <laughs> this topic has everything yes <laughs> david avocado wolf is the gift that keeps on getting. i'm so
1: happy we're going there please continue um,
0: um so you know uh, there's there's really uh so like everyone we, we were kind of trying to find out why he's called avocado yeah mm-hmm. he's just really into them he's, he's yeah there's he like real, avocados yeah it's like he is he is the avocado because people want him to be no this is a quote from uh this lady that wrote this yeah. because i wanted to like get into the mentality of you know you hear references to him having an inner circle and stuff, and people Mm -hmm. really teach and it sounds actually more like a business thing for him, like, pay me money and you're one of my inner circle. But um, Mm -hmm. he's avocado because people want him to be.
1: That's what he says? No, 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 that's what
0: she said about him. Yeah, she she wrote this article, so she's like, David is avocado because people want him to be. They need him to be. Maybe he's got a science a little backwards, although there are some legit scientists who do agree that gravity is not what it seems. But he's not selling us science in that bag of chocolate or that magic NutriBullet, what he's really selling us is hope. David <laughs> Wolfe is selling us a reminder that life is crazy, fucking short, unpredictable, and most easily and often squandered. We all deserve better than that, don't we? Okay, so he, wow. she is. She sounds like she's still sipping this she, antioxidant Kool Aid. Yeah. Oh yeah. She like this article was written like. I don't want to say it was, like, middle ground, but a lot of what she said, it, it was like, okay, yeah, like, he's not always, like, 100% correct or on it or, you know, scientifically, you know, great. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he is everything. But he means well. Yeah. He's doing it all for us.
1: Yeah. It's all for you.
0: Okay. She's got to get off that David Avocado Wolf jizz diet. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to like jump straight to the word cult, but like he has, it's, the, it's, the way she describes cult. him, he it's sounds charismatic and sort of like. That's, I started thinking that when you started saying inner circle. Yeah. yeah. No, like she the, she. the next quote from this lady is my favorite. Yeah. Because exactly. I, I have on all caps, the single most unsettling quote about David Avocado Wolf.
1: <laughs> oh, look, oh my God. I can't wait to see this.
0: You want me to read it? You yeah. can, no, uh, you, you read it, John. <laughs> David's best asset, though, wasn't his knack for finding delicious and unusual superfoods, writing books, or smoothie making. There were more than a few misses. But that he was adept at cracking people open. They come to him for many reasons, but the underlying theme is always that they're seeking something profound and deep. Something both rattling and restorative. The same thing doesn't work for everyone, and he knew how to find the seam in most every person who needed it. Which is to say, that's most every person he's ever met. Okay, so this really starts you know, so to I get a little cult-y. Yeah. Yeah. culty. yeah, it's very culty. <laughs> it's very very cult-y. culty. Because it's this is what in Scientology they call finding your oh god, it's finding your oh not damage car keys no <laughs> it's finding your ruin oh. so it's finding the thing that you think (laughs) is your problem Mm -hmm. and basically using that to your advantage it's a form of manipulation and it's a form of abuse and it's a thing that cults do all the time it's a form that um
1: it enables people in abusive
0: relationships do all the time where it's a a form of control it's a form of first you love bomb Mm -hmm. and and then you find the ruin in that person crack them open, so to speak, and go, oh, this is your problem, and I know how to fix it for you. And I'm the only one who's going to be willing to do this for you, and I'm the only one who cares about you enough to do this for you, and I'm the only one who knows exactly how to fix you. Yeah. It's me. And that's the beginning of a very terrible journey right there, and it's that's scary.
1: Meanwhile, what I took from that is he knows how to find the semen people. Who are the semen people? (laughs)
0: It all comes back to semen. It's it's the jizz cleanse, David. It is the jizz cleanse. cleanse.
1: Sorry, I'm just primed for semen.
0: Semen Uh, people. I
1: got semen on the brain. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Semen on the head. Uh oh Money shot! Money shot! What I do! Dave hates it when I work blue. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh. <Anything. laughs> All right. <on>. That's <laughs> enough jizz jokes for me, I guess. <laughs> From there, we move on to Cybabe, Babe, who's <laughs> probably written the definitive article, critical article on David Avocado Wolf. Like, I need a shorter... Thing to call him, Uh, da, uh, da, uh, yeah, avocado,
1: yeah, call him, call him the avocado man, avocado, avocado, the avocado. avocado
0: Um, and her article is entitled "David Avocado Wolf is the biggest asshole in the multiverse." (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, Strong statement. So, some uh, things she covered in her tour de force of da, as he stated, mushrooms have arrived on our planet via the cosmic wind. Vaccines are a conspiracy. Chemtrails are real. Uh, he has diagnosed himself with lactose intolerance. Although like I feel that's less of a critical thing because it's <laughs> yeah. a, it's pretty easy cause I feel and like effect. Most yeah. people who are lactose intolerant didn't go to the doctor to get them to confirm they're lactose intolerant. They're just like every time I eat too much cheese I shit my brains out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's really like so like that's a thing she brought up as a problem with him, but like Eh, it's, mm. Nah, it's nah, I'll I'll let yeah. him have that one. Sure. Um, but she also is very useful in that she links <coughs> to like new scientists and stuff. And it's there is no set definition of superfood. So this entire work that David Avocado Wolf has done, it's all marketing. There's like no mm-hmm. peer reviewed research detailing what a superfood is or what it's good for you. Sure. And it's mostly alt-health journals and likely a result of massaging your data, which is actually really easy to do and almost happened to my capstone my senior year of college. No so, way. Because, like, if you, like, there are a lot of variables, and you can just kind of prod them to get results. Yeah. yeah it's, I've heard of and something
1: called P-hacking or something that people yeah. use to manipulate data all the time, but I still don't really understand it.
0: And it's, it's really easy... Aside from that, like, the crunching the numbers in just the right way, also easy to misconstrue causation and correlation, which people do all the time. Third
1: variable is always a a thing, right? Yeah.
0: But, like, so in the UK where you need better claims to back it up, they'll just juxtapose words like super and berry. Like, here are super berry sauce. It has antioxidants in it. (laughs) It's like, oh, that is good for me. Yes, thank you. So all this superfood (laughs) stuff is basically stuff that Dr. Oz would sell on his show. It is very much. It's Dr. (laughs) Oz. And also, um, I love Saibabe because it's like uh, when compared against more common foods, superfoods aren't even necessarily better. um, Because the example they used was um, Brussels fudge actually have more glucosinolates in them, both uncooked and retained, more cooked than curly kale does. So, like, glucosinolates are, like, these um, compound found in cruciferous vegetables that seem to have um, protective properties against a range of cancers. And that's actually, like, published by, like, Cambridge and stuff. So, it's, like, legit science. So, like, Brussels sprouts, nice prosaic Brussels sprouts, actually might be better for you than kale. Superfood. Superfood everyone eat Mm. your sprouts and also another thing she mentioned is that um he claims to have like five different degrees or something and they can't really verify any of them except his law degree so he actually has a law degree
1: oh my goodness
0: and ultimately probably
1: will be most useful to him at some point yeah Yeah, it's the
0: one he needs most
1: (laughs) It's like all this other stuff you can kind of make up, but when you need to off uh, Did you happen the... to see
0: what his law degree is in, if he had a specialty? Uh, no, the Cybabe article just said that he's never passed the bar. Oh. Okay, so he has a degree, but he's not practicing. He no. never passed Okay.
1: This makes so much sense.
0: Yes. I mean, I would... If you can't pass the bar, just develop your own superfoods. Right. Post I'll some shit on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Roll on under that bar. Yeah. Hang on to the closest sprout you can find and
1: He won't need his law degree until he's representing himself somewhere. Yeah. That's my thought. Oh.
0: Well, even uh. uh <laughs> 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 anyway, so then from there we move on to his vocabulary list. Oh, this was just like I had finally reached the point in this spate of research where i was scrolling through his instagram kind of screaming wordlessly (laughs) and going like what does that even mean because at at like a certain point it's there are so many words and there are so many meanings and the words and the meanings aren't necessarily what you're used to words meaning and it's like a specialized vocabulary for these people and it's it's like they speak their own language another sign of a cult Yes. By the yeah. way, that's another thing cults do is redefining terminologies because it's a way to um, alienate your members from... Yeah, yeah, from other people. From other people that aren't involved. You insulate
1: yeah. people when they when words don't mean the same thing to them as it does to the people around yeah. them, and yeah. people just kind of slowly back off a bit.
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of what his words are, though, it's like a lot of those uh, scientific, like a lot of things that are like scientific names or things that sound scary that people are never going to Google and yeah. like look up the actual definitions of these words or what mm. what it means, what they do. Like oh. one of them, like, um, uh, cur- curcumin. Is curcumin, it, cur- or curcumin, com- curcumin, you know, it's cur- a, it's a, Cameron. yeah, that's, Kirk Cameron, Kirk yes, Cameron uh, is a compound. It's found in turmeric. It has no confirmed medical uses. It is unstable and not bioavailable, and therefore unlikely to lead to successfully developing drugs. It's like it's one of those words that he like pops in. And it's like, oh, the curcumin, and this is. You know, it's gonna <laughs> yeah, like the, cure because you. it's a big word that yeah. we don't automatically recognize. We it just, just take it, it sounds it impressive, worth a grain of yeah. salt, and go, oh, okay, or not worth a grain of salt, but we yeah. take it at face value and go, yeah. oh, okay, he knows more about this than me. Right. It must be an important thing because he's talking he's, about it. He's definitely what you describe as being like a pseudo intellectual, like somebody mm. who wants to sound more impressive than what they actually are.
1: Yeah, kind of like a bro scientist. Those guys that like like pretend to get science to be like. But but they're they're not talking about anything legitimate. They're they're using things they read on Reddit, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And uh, the thing that kills me is, like, uh, so, you know, going on, like, the whole cult aspect, he says this scientism a lot. Like, scientism. Like, referring to science as, like, it's, like, its own fundamentalist uh, religion. Like, like oh, you're part of the scientism oh, cult.
1: Like, that's very insidious. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, the worst thing I've heard yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it It gets, gets, worse. It, it gets <laughs> worse. Trying, trying to <laughs> cut people off from logic and science is <laughs> Very, very major red flag. Yeah, no, that's it's it's, and and it's it's a huge problem right and it definitely ties into a lot of his his brand and like what his page does. Because like you said before, like he has those happy go lucky, like oh, you know, I just want to click my heels together. Like if I click my heels together, like Dorothy, say broccoli, and I'll I'll be at the beach or whatever. Like you know, like one of those like one of those things. That's like oh, okay, that's like harmless, but then it's like something about like being like anti-vaccination or you know something that's like completely like horrid and insidious and just yeah. awful and it's like wow okay yeah
1: it's then, weird it's like the gateway is optimism and positivity yeah but like the yeah. underlying message is a lot of
0: like most cults and there are <laughs> a lot of pseudoscience and yeah and actual dangerous thoughts yeah and actually a lot of notes in this section aren't even important um one thing that does really stand out are you know those videos of kids with epilepsy or severe epilepsy being given CBD oil to settle mm-hmm. their seizures and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he puts a lot of those out there. Okay. So that's one of the hooks and it's. I was recently reading an article about, well, I, I guess I didn't read the full article, but I saw an article that was about whether or not those things are actually as good as they're supposed to be. And in, in some of those videos, yeah, I now wish I'd read the whole article. <laughs> yeah. But the gist seemed to be that it's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Um, he feels as though his healing through plants philosophy is under attack from the government. Oh. Hasn't really given any substantiative like, evidence for this claim. Right. But, you know, it's that sort of like, I know what's real. Government doesn't want me to tell you what's real, but I know what's real.
1: You know, what's very no. odd about that is we have a really, really lax policy in this country that as long as, like, you know, you're not claiming that a thing is curative, you can say a whole lot of nonsense. He's mm-hmm. a snake oil salesman. Yeah, it's weird that he feels particularly under but, threat.
0: But you're still... You st- still need to be careful what claims you are making like dr oz got into a little bit of trouble for some of the stuff he was saying on his show yeah so you do have to be careful and if you are selling a food obviously it needs to be safe to eat it but (laughs) yeah no, that's great. You just, g- you just gave me a great segue. <laughs> oh, awesome. Sacred Ooh. chocolate. Sacred chocolate. Sacred chocolate?
1: Sacred chocolate. Oh, he tell is, it on the mountain.
0: He is one of the two managers <laughs> of Sacred Chocolate LLC. They uh, serve up unroasted chocolate, which is stone ground, vegan, and sweetened with maple inulin or erythropoietin. Vegan? Vegan. As a verb? <laughs> yes. yes. They no. verbified vegan. I, I, the I verbified the vegan because <laughs> oh, okay. I can't talk. Uh, no, oh, no, I, no, no. I like it. I like it a lot, too. <laughs> um, so, actually, some of the flavors sound not bad, but some of them, it's, it's rough. Jen, would you like to get into some of the flavors? Um, <laughs> one of the flavors available is called holy hemp it contains cbd and has hemp seed and salt sprinkled on top um wow
1: weed chocolate yeah. it
0: just tastes like has <laughs> do you ever mm. eat you, ever,
1: you like, ever want to eat a bar of chocolate that a skunk like a, sprayed on yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's not good it's not very good. It's not very good. I mean, I'm yeah. thinking about stone ground vegan chocolate sweetened with maple inulin, and that doesn't sound good to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and like literally anything is starting like he adds point for this. is already yeah, and the no jumping go. off point is just a no. And like then everything you, else is You hmm. took out all of the good parts of the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. And then you added more stuff that isn't very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's yeah. see. There's the gotcha matcha bar, which uh is a coconut uh, a cashew, coconut matcha green tea uh, chocolate? That's a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it's only uses funny. cacao butter, not the parts with the caffeine and the therobromine, with a subtle hint of jasmine. Okay, if there's no Ooh, caffeine jasmine. or theobromine in it, I don't even want it. It's not even no. chocolate. But like you said, <laughs> the chocolate sounds like it has a lot in it. All of the chocolate has a lot in it because. I guess the entire operation here is for superfood chocolate. So we're going to pack it all in one bar. Oh, my God. Each bar is going to cure something, but not going to cure it because you can't say it's going to cure anything.
1: I wonder why nobody has turned his game on its head and been like, Theobromine is dangerous.
0: Well, it's uh, without Theobromine.
1: Oh, it's without the In caffeine. Oh, shit. Okay. So he gave it the scary sounding name. Yeah, that's that's why
0: I said if it doesn't have Theobromine and caffeine, it's not even chocolate. I don't want it. I gotcha yeah uh let's see india sunset it has coconut cashew ginger cardamom salt curry and saffron actually it doesn't sound too bad if it was in actual chocolate yeah curry, curry chocolate i've had I mean, like I chili like chocolate i mean i've stuff. tried curry chocolate yeah yeah i've had mexic like the like mexican hot chocolate with like a little bit of yeah. pepper it's so good um and then there's the immu- immuno mushroom which contains <laughs> a multitude of medicinal mushrooms Medicinal. No one has explained what the medicinal <laughs> mushrooms are and what they're supposed to do for, for you. All, yeah, for all I know, you yeah. could just be getting like some shiitake's and just, there yeah, you know, go. Right. Like, yeah, little well, button mushrooms, something. You know, toadstools. Probably, clean-y. it's probably toadstools. It, it's probably toadstools. I mean, isn't like, all
1: food basically medicine, David Addoca- Avocado? Isn't yes. it all just, yeah, all food's yes. medicine?
0: Food heals me. I yeah.
1: Mean, it heals my hunger.
0: Yeah, especially That's when I eat a pint of ice cream <laughs> when I'm sad, <laughs> it fills the void. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. My favorite is the Longevity Bliss Chocolate Bar because this is what the website claims, and this is, like, basically a quote. This chocolate bar has been scientifically designed to improve androgens, fight bad estrogen, inhibit the prostaglandin 2 inflammatory response help the body eradicate carcinogens switch off the destructive compound nuclear factor kappa beta increase longevity and combat metabolic syndrome in order to normalize fat and carbohydrate metabolism and my note here is actually in all caps that you probably don't want to switch off the nuclear factor kappa beta since according to wikipedia in all of its infinite wisdom Mm -hmm. it's involved in your dna transcription and cell survival no way (laughs) yeah so, oh, yeah, yeah that's a lot of nonsense in mumbo jumbo. Yes. A lot of yeah. gen words, a lots of gens in there. Um, yeah. yeah. So, what was the first, can you say the first line of that again? Uh, it is scientifically designed to improve androgens, fight bad estrogen. Okay, in, yeah, bit, that's where it was. Yeah. So, uh, first thing, you don't, you don't get to... <laughs> it's, you get your sassy figure yeah. up. As first thing, as, you don't get to say that science is your enemy and then use science to your advantage. Fuck that yeah. shit. Second thing...
1: See that. See
0: that first part with the androgens again. Uh, improve improve androgens. androgens. So that means nothing. Right. Yeah. How are you improving on the androgens? Are you increasing them? Are you decreasing them? Fighting bad their estrogens. Did the estrogens your steal something from you? And what? that one is they bad shook them like, down in a dark alley. I think. What I I, it's hard to determine, but there are so many other connections I have made further down the line with yeah. Daw that I think it's almost related to that, like, term that we all love, soy boy. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, we can't eat soy sauce. It will make us women Yes, it will, we're not. It will well, ruin I mean, our that manliness. Is, so, so when they, the, the thing of, like, saying good and bad estrogens and stuff, it's a hormone. It's It, it yeah. is what it is. You can have good ones and bad ones. They're all hormones. So that's just bunk. And then... There is something to the fact that there are foods that mimic certain chemicals in our bodies. I I keep giving you segues Um, (laughs) and they can have undesired effects. There's certain foods because I have a thyroid problem, I shouldn't eat because they will like inhibit things Mm -hmm. already going on with my thyroid and and mess with my medication and stuff. But... It, it doesn't mean they're good or bad. It just means they affect people differently or they have yeah. different effects. So maybe eat them in moderation. And, yeah, soy is one of those. Supposedly it can decrease sperm count or mm-hmm. whatnot. But, I mean, if you don't want kids, eat all the tofu you want. <laughs> you know, uh, and, but I think uh, the one of the best quotes uh, following this one, uh, which what is what makes the chocolate sacred is, oh my
1: god, I love this. And
0: this is this is legitimately a quote from the website. Like this is this is here, it's found, it's real, it is you can read it. We have the link. <laughs> All sacred chocolate is prayed over by Sacred Steve. The sacred chocolate <laughs> yes! oompa loompas and the sacred others in order. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Yes. And the, and the sacred chocolate oompa loompas and others, in order to elevate the vibration of the chocolate.
1: I'm just Sorry. writing sacred Steve. Like, sacred my sacred
0: Steve. Steve. Which is weird. now we're just picturing your brother Steve, oh, yeah. but more sacred. Sacred. He's got a halo. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to have him pray over something. He chocolate. went to the he went to the Met Gala the other day and came back and he's a changed man. <laughs> How many um,
1: times could I just? Meditate on the word sacred Steve.
0: (laughs) Sacred Steve, it's your new mantra. That's beautiful. Yeah, sacred Steve prays over the sacred chocolate, and that is what makes it sacred. He he elevates the vibrations.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah, that's a thing that pseudoscience hella blue type people say all the time. The vibrations. Sure. Sacred (laughs) Sacred Steve spent a year designing the sacred geometry of this custom heart shaped sacred chocolate bar. How did he get sacred? Dude had a great year. And Nobody. also, he made a chocolate bar shaped like a love heart. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not yeah. There's no special there's just a sacred geometry there. It's, it's sacred. I don't because know because he's sacred, Steve. It's I remember, Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> I remember sacred geometry in high school, and there was very little sacred about it. And there was very yep. little heart shapes in my <laughs> g- g- geography class. <laughs> oh, <Lord.
1: laughs> Welcome to geography with Sacred Steve.
0: Don't worry, yeah. eventually we're going to be geography. headed to Peru. So. Yeah. Oh wow! There's yeah. so much assist taking so us m- everywhere. This oh. is great. My sacred heart Steve. is a flutter
1: right now. This is amazing. Your heart
0: is full of sacred steam. I'm just full of the. I'm full it has. Of the spirit. He has uh, increased your vibrations. <clears throat> I feel oh. it. I feel it. It's he's real. He's, he's helped the the theobromine has helped dilate his blood vessels. <laughs> it's uh, um, no, but this this is legitimate. Like uh, another quote. Yeah. On this 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 god awful site, um, containing theobromine, which helps dilate blood vessels and acts as a smooth muscle relaxant, along with dopamine compounds that make the blood more slippery. Slippery? <laughs> it makes the liquid that flows through your veins more slippery. Christy, you're a medical adjacent. How does that work, yes. science, science, science guru? Yes,
1: let's ask science it's the lady. science
0: corner. Let's go. I have how, how slippery never should your blood heard be? of... <laughs> I mean, I know there are, like, blood thinners that can make your yeah, blood... Yeah, but, but like... I don't think any scientist would say it makes your blood more slippery. <laughs> okay. Um, I And obviously, I know, like, there are things in chocolate that... That the dopamine, sure, it releases dopamine. I've never heard of it having a physiological effect other than, like, the effects in your brain. Like, it makes you feel good. It's dopamine. I've never heard of it doing something specific to your blood. So not to say that it doesn't have some kind of effect on that. I don't think the correct term for it is slippery yeah but <laughs> i you would <laughs> i don't really know what he's trying to get at there yeah, yeah like the the, the closest what? that i could i could get was that it's like okay so it releases the dopamine or like the, like the theobromine like dilates your blood vessels and you runs, know it's, it's the it blood runs, runs easier through yeah, yeah like, i don't know it's like okay cool chocolate is an aphrodisiac so this is lying? i think maybe right. that's what he's trying to like, say the blood can get to your dick to, faster yeah Dick chocolate. Dick chocolate. Sacred
1: Steve's dick chocolate. I'm just going to write down dick chocolate. I'm just keeping some notes. Dick chocolate.
0: Filing that away for later.
1: Sacred Steve and dick chocolate.
0: Okay. Um, And here's where my notes completely fall apart. Like, at this point, I was just copying and pasting and transcribing This is what I imagine. Just you flailing in front of a keyboard like like Kermit the Frog on the typewriter is yeah. kind of what it was. <laughs> there's like a montage going on and it's just Mel is in the center of it. And then there's just like <clears throat> Like, videos of David Avocado Wolf flashing in the background as she's just, like, furiously typing. I just see her
1: muttering things like, I just, I can't, I just, I just, I can't, I I don't even... (laughs) Slippery
0: blood! You know, you guys are not actually far (laughs) off from what actually was happening. Um, So, this is where it actually gets less fun and more, like... uh, Concerning. Very concerning. Here we go. So, David Avocado Wolf has given interviews with this website called, like... Uh, what was it? It's run by a guy that calls himself Health Ranger on Twitter. Okay. Um, naturalnews.com or something. I've
1: seen Natural News pop up before. Um,
0: so this guy, um, April eleventh, two thousand eighteen, Wolf retweets an account called <laughs> Health Ranger with a link to Naturalnews.com, and the text description reads: YouTube restores Health Ranger video channel without explanation, with the hashtags YouTube and hashtag censorship. Within the thumbnail of the link, because, you know, like when you're linked, thumbnail's visible with, like, usually a first line of an article. Mm -hmm. The beginning of the blog post is visible and reads, YouTube, an authoritarian techno-cult run by deranged lunatic leftists who despise free speech. That's a good start. And it only gets better from there. Yeah, that's accurate. And, you know, there are accusations (laughs) of it being an echo chamber where rationality, logic, and reason are no longer tolerated. And uh, so what they consider rational and logical... Are things such as agree with us? Quote: There are only two genders. End quote.
1: Oh, okay. So,
0: like, David Avocado Wolf is giving his support to uh,
1: yeah, blatantly
0: transphobic transphobic guy.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, and, when, and when you retweet something, you are kind of—I mean—you're endorsing are, it. You're endorsing people, yeah. it. Yeah, some people are a little bit irresponsible with that stuff, but this, like that's the implication. This
0: is something yeah. I've complained about before, <clears throat> with like people sharing things on Facebook. Yeah. If you share something on Facebook and do not post anything with it to say how you feel about it, the assumption automatically is going to be that you agree with everything said in what you shared. Yeah. yeah. So if you share a video. And then later, someone's like, oh, calls you out on it being problematic. And then you you don't get to then go, well, yeah, I kind of thought that, but I just was wondering what other people thought. No, you have to, like, put a disclaimer up top and be like, I don't know if this is true. Yeah. What do you guys think? Or have yeah. you heard about this? You can't. If you post something, you're endorsing it unless you wrote something otherwise. Yeah. And he- if you despise something and Don't want it to get attention or gain notoriety. Do not share it. Do not give them the clicks and the links and the likes. Okay, so he retweets this April 11th, 2018, so relatively recently. (laughs) Okay. And jumping further into my notes, association with naturalnews.com, he actually gave them an interview dating to Wednesday, March 8th, 2006, and I haven't even sort of gone into the depths, but he's been associated with this website in a content producing capacity or interview capacity for over a decade. Wow. So we're talking like 12 years ago. So I'm thinking he actually gave his endorsement to this. Yeah. And even if it is the simple, like, government's going to keep our secrets down. They don't want you to know the mushrooms can cure you, man. (laughs) He's still endorsing an openly transphobic website. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's, people don't get a pass for that kind of thing from me, at least.
0: So, like, this natural news guy is, um, he seems to be, like, the sort of conservative or air quotes libertarian Alex Jones-style conspiracy theorist. Like, here's the timeline of the collapse. Here's the government. Um, they're gonna endorse child sex slavery oh kind boy. of things.
1: Hashtag Pizzagate.
0: Yeah. So, this leads into David Avocado Wolf and, a one of my transcriptions um because there's this youtube channel called london real they do these interviews he seems to be like pretty non-judgmental so people feel comfortable talking to this guy yeah um Jen, would you like to read the quote that brings it back to episode three of Goose Chase Podcast? Whoa. Yeah, throwback. Which one was the third episode? Don't tell me, just read it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which one? Don't tell me. All
0: right. <laughs> I have been studying the people who run the world for a very long time. I grew up with David Ick, and I've been reading that stuff since I was a kid, right? So... David Ick, as yeah. we all know and love, and, and I will briefly uh, say it is I. I mispronounced Ike. it wrong the entire episode. <laughs> I like to think I would. I would prefer to think of it as Ick like because the too. whole concept is just <laughs> he's icky. Uh, yeah. So uh, to, to, as a callback for a refresher for those of you who aren't gonna pause this and go back to episode three of Goose Chase. Yeah. Um, Ike, uh, he believes in reptoids, and instead of what is generally regarded as being uh, coded anti Semitism, <laughs> claims that he believes that there's that they are literally lizard people controlling the world. But also, he's a Holocaust denier. So, yeah, yeah. Your mileage may vary on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right.
1: You can make of that what you will.
0: You know. So, and like also that he's been suspected of homophobic tendencies, and it's kind of like. You know, when you go back to Health Ranger and, like, the this whole thing, it's kind of like you start wondering now about his... Okayness, okayness with, with open transphobia. Yeah. At, yeah. At, or, like, open homophobia. At stuff. the very yeah. least, it you gotta question the company he keeps. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I feel like David Ike didn't make any of that stuff a real huge secret. Yeah. So it's like if you're really actually following that dude... And you're still going to put them up in your well, kind of. He
0: denied it, but it was always obvious. Yeah. People called him on it left and right. Yeah. you know.
1: So, it's like, if you're going to put that dude in your personal like pantheon of like, you know, people that you you know, like, oh yeah, I grew up on these ideas.
0: Yeah, you, like you a,
1: know what you're signing up for. A
0: yeah. lot of we've we've mentioned this we mentioned this earlier, but a lot of the research we do is fairly surface level because it's what you can find online pretty easily. And the episode I did on David Icke, a lot of it was from Wikipedia. Yeah. So if I can find reference on Wikipedia to him being like an anti-Semite. Yeah, right. It's it's obvious, you know, it, it's yeah. pretty easy to see that. So you know what you're getting into when you look into things like his belief in reptilians. Yeah. And you clearly know what you're getting into with the other dude who's pretty clearly transphobic like yeah. they're yeah. they're not hiding what they their problematic beliefs there. Yeah. And if, you know, if Daw had, you know, it was very <laughs> out there with his these very problematic ideas, I don't think he would quite have the following that he does, you know. Right. W- regardless of the fact that he has you know he's an anti-vaxer he's a flat earther he's you know he's no. a gravity denialist, he's a gravity nihilist. which i did not know was a thing until i started this research <laughs> yeah
1: i' yeah. heard a little bit about that well that goes they,
0: hand in hand with the flat earth thing yeah,
1: yeah. and they, they think there's like a like maybe a like a, i've heard people say that uh that it's a buoyancy thing that we're not held by gravity we're sinking <sighs> It's, like, which doesn't even make sense. It,
0: I tried to wrap my head around it, and I couldn't. I know. It's, it, like... it's, it's so out there. It's just um, and painful. He, we had already covered the memes and content stealing. He, like, steals a lot of stuff from other places. He'll, mm-hmm. like, recut it and put his own music on it and slap his logo on it and, like, yeah put it on his Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. So and, he's, like, world star, but for... <laughs> Superfoods. <laughs> yeah. Superfoods and also like just like middle aged mom memes and stuff. Yeah. Like or like janky image macros with like text that doesn't flow well slapped on top of it. Yeah. Like, it's bad. Yeah. No, he's so like, he's not even doing it well. This no. is yeah. what we're saying. No, it's like it would be more admirable if it were like elegant thievery, but it's not.
1: <laughs> you know, it <laughs> seems like there's a lot of those people that will just like you know take someone's video, just superimpose stuff, and oh, it's mine now. Because there's not a lot of people can do. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So, I know this is something Jen really loved: the noble savage myth and David. Oh. <laughs> That concept has haunted me through my entire college career. And then this asshole comes around and it's back. Oh, boy. But we got to identify it in real life, which was great. Please, (laughs) please inform us because I don't know that I'm really familiar with this. Okay, so the... The idea, like, the the myth, it's called the myth of the noble savage, which is, is a thing that we kind of cover a lot in anthropology and in, in the anthropology classes that we had, was that, like, the early explorers and people who would go to, and, like, anthropologists who would go to different places and who would observe, like, native peoples doing whatever it is they do, it's, like, this exotic... Like it's like this exotic concept, this romantic, like romanticization. They're pure of, and untainted to, by like, civilization. civilization. Right. Like okay. that's that's the thing. Like oh look it, they're doing this totally. Like a lot of times now, like it's like with especially with him, it's like this whole traditional. Like so he's in he in in this case like he's in Peru. Like he go, you know, he went down there to like <sighs> find magic mushrooms. Fuck or something. off in the mountains and Peru. So, so it's kind of like the. Cultural appropriation of people who are, you know, just doing their thing and you're like, yeah. oh, it's better because it's yes, it's yes, this. yes, Because they were doing Do a it. thing in this video that, like people here also do for a hobby and he used the word traditional like 80 times in this video i got so sick of this damn yeah it it was it wasn't like five minutes in and i think the word traditional was used like at least 15 to 20 times not even kidding you um it's you know um you know what these peruvian women were doing in his video they were weaving (laughs) and using a drop spindle to spin yarn out of alpaca fiber yeah and he's like, it's just so traditional. It's, like, so traditional. <laughs> okay, let's get David Wolf to a knitting guild, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, right. Yeah. No, like, and it's it's one of those things. It's, like, a lot of these, like, natural health, like, you know, gurus, like, people like him and fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. It's, like, Ugh. they just... You slap the word traditional or you slap the word natural or whatever oh, on it. we gotta and add scoop like... to our list. Oh, yeah. Jeez. And it's... It's a logical... It's, I think, actually... When I took, like, a philosophy class, the appeal to nature was a logical fallacy that, like, they yeah. throw out. It's like, you can't say it's good because it's natural, you idiot. Yeah, it's right. Like- yeah, there are things that are... Bad from nature, too. There are berries that you eat that will poison you and you'll die. Like, yeah, yeah. just because it comes from the other earth doesn't mean it's good for you. This That's
1: podcast a- is highly unnatural. Well, I will point out everything about this room and everything in it.
0: Well, we watched <laughs> another video where he was wandering around in his garden, which looked like garbage anyway. But he's he's uh he grows uh sacred tobacco, tobacco. sacred tobacco,
1: sure. Yeah. I wonder if Sacred like, Steve is involved.
0: Uh he Sacred Steve's in the background making his dick chocolate. Like <laughs> Are you guys
1: want to try this.
0: He's putting nicotine, he's putting the tobacco with the nicotine in his dick chocolate. But like he goes on and on in this video talking about like the this tobacco and how amazing it is and like how natural, and how natural. Unadul- unadulterated it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and like he's like, you know, if you know Please tell me that he, he touches the leaves in the video. He does. he does. Yeah. He caresses them and he like he's like, let's flip Oh my these goodness. Over. Yeah, no. Like he and he's talking you you about kill like, yourself doing he's, that Yeah, shit. he's talking about, like, how, how like, how powerful, like, the nicotine is, is, like, you know, it's, like, you know, they use yeah. it like, in insecticides, and, yeah. like... He's, yeah, like, it, is, it has this die. natural you know, natural <laughs> insecticide. Although, the the best part about this is, is you guys remember The Simpsons? Yeah. Okay, oh, like so, the th- tomaco.
1: Yes, tomato tomato
0: He <laughs> brings up, it's like, you know, if you were to, to, to plant a tomato plant next to this, if you're, it <laughs> would, like... You know, uh, I think it's you have to graft, graft the it. tomato plant onto the tobacco plant, and yeah. then the tomato leaves mm. will have nicotine <laughs> in them. Yes. So, like, tobacco, the <laughs> Simpsons tomaco. predicted tobacco.
1: Man, this, what, the <laughs> Simpsons, what have they not predicted at Seriously.
0: this point? But that, um, was, that was the best part about it. No, video. <laughs> for anyone who isn't aware, tobacco, if you touch it, if you handle yeah, the leaves it. of the plant uh, with your bare skin, your skin can absorb... Uh, the nicotine very easily and you can overdose and die um before they realized this like back in the early days of harvesting tobacco they would have you know farmhands Mm -hmm. just out there harvesting it by hand and people were getting very sick and dying and they were having a hard time figuring out what was happening until they realized they were absorbing all this nicotine the, no, it's cool. It's all natural. No, the irony. It's all natural. The irony in this is nice. that he was handling these leaves as he was pointing out insects that landed on the the plant and yeah. died and were dying. And we're actually, like, it's actually a survival thing for the plant because it's like a jungle plant, so it needs to kill the insects to get nutrients. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like a Venus flytrap deal. Oh, okay. I didn't know that about tobacco. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Either. He's I like oh. a
1: hell of a lot of it. I had no idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, just and he tobacco you know. facts with. Jen and Mel. Yes. <laughs> tobacco yeah. facts. Tobacco facts. There's uh, a lot of stuff about tobacco for, from two non-smokers. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. know. You know. We, we, we learn things. Um. Um, so, you know, going from touching tobacco and the uh, myth of the noble savage, you know, we talked about he's gravity denial, vaccine denial, chemtrails, uh, Freemasons control everything. And you can tell I was getting more and more unhinged because there's more all caps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, here's my favorite quote. Personally, better living through chemistry doesn't work. You have to use more alchemical thinking, which is you have to integrate into the more disparate forces of nature. You have to consider astrological forces. You have to consider timing, which is transcribed from the video done by London Real. That was that was my face. That was my face. What does that mean? It it essentially So basically it means if you need an SSRI, sorry, consult a star chart instead. (laughs) That's so stupid. Because like, Better yeah. Living Through Chemistry is, like, one of those just horrible disparaging things people yeah. like this guy say yeah. about just routine medication because it's, yeah. like. It's, it's a thing. It, it's, like, when people start talking about foods and as a scare tactic they call things Chemicals. Yes. Yeah, to make it sound worse and you go, "But everything's chemical, <laughs> literally everything." That's everything's what the, chemicals. chemicals.
1: That's the thing that drives me nuts is people going, "Oh, well, you know, there's just all these chemicals." And I'm like, "Well, okay. I I get and that there's some oxygen, chemical compounds that are not nitrogen,
0: good. There's a lot of chemical beyond. compounds
1: we need." Like, what yeah. are you talking about? And, yeah.
0: And yes, some people need prescriptions. Some people choose to take them. Some people don't. You get to make that choice. You if you don't which... want to take it, you don't have to take it. but yeah. you don't don't make someone else feel bad because they choose to like take a medicine yeah. that can help them when it's he's especially like SSRIs and stuff they're they're there because there's something going on chemically that needs adjusted. Yeah, he's he's the kind of asshole that shares the memes where it's like the the picture of a bunch of like different pills of you know questionable origin. It's like the, you don't know what they are, mm-hmm. and it's like it's one of those. And then on the other half is like a, a cabin in the woods or like a forest. It's like these aren't antidepressants. This is an antidepressant. Like that's the oh, kind of crap. Suck like it. yeah, no, like this. He's he's a gem.
1: I like camping so. as much as the next yeah. guy, but come on. Fuck. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's no. not. An... <laughs> It's not an antidepressant if you're clinically depressed. Yeah, jo- yeah. Okay. Get yourself to that cabin when you're clinically depressed. Tell me how that goes. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. He. So he's he's a special snowflake. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go into this is my favorite section, and you can have the one you discovered on the <laughs> banana blog. Uh, the banana, banana blog. Is, banana.
1: I love this. I'm, this is such a fun episode.
0: <laughs> um. So. He has been an anti-vaxxer since the age of seven. He has needle issues. Um, Quote, when you're injecting kids and you're injuring kids, this to me is a very serious problem. And I've taken massive flack, just massive amounts of attacks. That's why I get trolled on, mostly vaccines, because I question the vaccine theory. And I question the vaccine efficacy. And I know from experience that there's better technology, which is ozone. We're trying to control infectious diseases. So he thinks vaccines will only work if there aren't any preservatives in them. He thinks that ozone and oxygen will kill viruses and bacteria and he claims this ozone therapy was invented by Nikola Tesla himself and I didn't get a chance to actually check that, but it sounds <laughs> I, crazy enough for Tesla to I have think, invented it. Yeah. I think he did do work with ozone stuff. I I think there's something there. I I'm sure it's bastardized in and, some way here, but he claims to have seen miracle after miracle after miracle in Tijuana, where a doctor runs a clinic where we're he all hears miracles happen. Yeah, donkey um, shows and whatnot. And but <laughs> here, we, here we get to my absolute favorite thing about David Avocado Wolf in this London Real interview: the pee tape. <laughs> the the yeah, there there's a P tape. Well, not like an actual pee tape urine vaccination oh my god yes <laughs> have you heard about no, this I'm are you happy. telling me that he doesn't believe <clears throat> in actual vaccinations but he believes but in something he called will urine. inject urine into somebody you can't yep. see me but i am nodding like a strange like seal yes. yeah like um, so so he has <laughs> advocated for urine therapy Quote, which is by the way the most powerful vaccine of all and is very effective at controlling cancer. Okay, David, uh, just listen closely. Urine is waste, honey. <laughs> there's there's nothing back. in it that you need. Don't put it back in the I, body. That's but, the, uh, it's like when your dog eats his I, own shit. It's not, it's uh, not what you do. I have questions. Was, I have oh, questions. This Tijuana doctor will teach people, so they can do it at home too. That Oh, goody. Stream, you're taking those antigens that come out of your urine as soon as you inject that into your fat tissue, which he mentioned that you like inject it into your buttocks. That's um, what I was going to ask. Your body goes, oh, that's what we're dealing with. So he thinks that injecting urine, which is actually like if your body removes any toxins, it's going to be your liver, or kidneys, and it's probably going to come out in feces or urine. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. the opposite of everything he has. That's so crazy. Yeah, why on, would you inject toxins back into your body? Because it cures cancer, according to him. I don't. It's like uh, your own personal botulism. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, because, you know, once your urine leaves your body, when it leaves your body, it's sterile. You know that, right? That's that's, oh. that's the argument. The that, thing is, that okay, is argument. that's a myth, though. Yeah, No, yeah. that's, that's, that's no, the argument. He believes it. He believes it. it, it once it leaves your oh. body, you get it midstream, it's sterile. You and get it midstream. It just... Also, the most horrifying Google search I've ever done was urine therapy, and I found a blog dedicated on how to do it, and there's also an alternative it's... to urine therapy, yeah. like urine we vaccination. we have urine therapy on our list? You should Christy, if you don't. don't. <laughs> Um, We do now. There was actually a section of that post dedicated to if the urine therapy doesn't work and someone is like violently vomiting or having diarrhea, you capture, I think it was like one cubic centimeter of the diarrhea and shake it up in a bottle of water and... Dilute yeah. it and put the poop water under their tongue. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Again. That's... Okay, David. When when people are very ill. David, <laughs> David
1: baby. David. David. Oh, baby. honey. Oh,
0: bless sweetie, your babe. heart. But okay, David. Just focus. Oh, when when we have diarrhea, it's your body purging something really bad. You don't don't put it under your tongue. Okay, I'm, I'm going to make you spit that out. I'd just like to point out Kaka. that that was not David Avocado Wolf recommending the diarrhea water. <laughs> okay. it, was, it was a blog dedicated to explaining what urine vaccination mm-hmm. and urine therapy is. Give it With time. Blog explaining mean, vaccination and urine therapy, baby. Don't do that. Like ugh, That has been the only time I will defend David Avocado Wolf. He didn't actually recommend poop water <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm saying yes. give it time. Yeah. I'm really like, saying okay. give, it a, give it a couple of days. All right. So uh, what was what was the other thing I just said we should do an episode therapy? on? Yeah, b- before that, goop, goop, goop. Yeah. yeah. Okay, goop. I'm gonna write that down. Would okay. you like to get into the sexual harassment claims? Woo!
1: As if it wasn't enough of a garbage fire already.
0: <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, I was uh, fussing around on the internet, and I came across a a, a blog um, dated to February 21st of 2011. And I'd also like to point out that the lady that like ran that website is a well known like raw vegan YouTuber. Oh. Yeah. So fam- she's from
1: inside the camp.
0: She's yeah. from oh this yeah. is yeah, like a raw this community. This is she's... like a raw vegan foodist website. It's like a it was almost like a, it seemed like a MySpace for raw food vegans and there were like blog posts and forums. So. Yeah. So, um, this woman, uh, was talking about, uh, her experience that happened at, um, a retreat. Um, it was an NFL retreat. Um, so we... We don't know what NFL stands for in this context. It's yeah. Natural no. food living. Something, living. To be something like that. Yeah, it's like probably something like that. So she's talking about natural um, food lifestyle, something like that. So she's recounting this experience that she had uh, uh, with David Avocado. It's like, I, I would not write to complain if his actions had not occurred. I would eat the money and never go on another NFL retreat. However, I feel violated by David Wolf in a way I never imagined possible, having previously looked up to him with gratitude prior to this Big Island retreat. So there. They're in, like, they're in Hawaii. They're on this retreat. And she's recounting her experience is, it's like, um, where did it go? Um... David Wolf is on camera while Parsley was filming. Um, Oh, (laughs) fuck you. Was Sacred Steve there? Sacred Steve was probably making dick chocolate in the background. Sacred Um, Steve and Parsley um, in the same place?
1: Sacred Steve is passed out with nicotine poisoning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If he's lucky, yeah. Yeah. So Parsley was filming. Um, David Wolf rubbed his head all over my breasts at the Black Sand Beach. I was appalled and embarrassed, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to ruin this retreat because, like most Americans, I commute two hours a day to work 40 hours a week, receiving only two weeks vacation, I had planned eight months in advance to attend this retreat, besides all the money that I spent, when I only earned $17 an hour. Um, on one of the days during the retreat, when we came back from seeing the town of Hilo, David Wolfe invited me to the, the house that he was staying in, in uh, Kalani. Um, I believed this to be a friendly gesture, and I liked the idea of getting to know David Wolf, having read almost all of his books. He massaged my back, which was very gracious, until he bluntly asked me, can I see your boobs? I was utterly shocked and appalled <laughs> I was utterly shocked and appalled at how completely belligerent a question this was being directed at me, a female, especially a paying member of the retreat. After he asked me this, I left as politely as I could, not wanting to make a scene, but I was dying inside, because I hate being disrespected by men, unbelievably by David Wolfe. Further, on New Year's Eve, at the costume party, he grabbed my butt and squeezed it. After he did this, I left soon after not wanting to be near him anymore. And that was a pretty abbreviated version of this yeah. blog post that she, this yes, woman she, is anonymous. She's not like the vegan YouTuber. Gotcha. It's just she sent it into the website and they published it, was, it like, oh, by the way, this guy that a lot of you look up to. You where? know, that's so good. You
1: know, that, yeah. that says, I kind of feel like that says a lot. That a a place that's like a community for the people that are interested in this kind of thing was willing to go out on a limb and be like, you should go, probably go know to this. Bat
0: for this yeah. person, I mean, yeah. it
1: speaks to the fact that maybe there's a lot of stories that maybe
0: yeah, yeah. which is enough. And two, if you look at the whole like, if we're looking at this from like the whole cult aspect, is not very far off from the behavior that you see in most people who are like leaders or like high up in organizations like this where they have a lot of people following them and looking up to them and they're like yeah you know they do take advantage uh, of these people yeah and and people who are afraid to say anything because everyone looks up to this person or don't want to waste their money don't want to waste their time don't want to make a scene yeah Yeah. and especially like women get victimized this way all the time because we we can't win it's a double-edged sword. You're yeah. screwed if you say something. You're screwed if you don't say something. It it's just a bad situation all around. Comments like this was is... a dumpster fire. It was like, well, I mean, it's like, oh how are God. we supposed to really believe you?
1: Oh my! I'm sure like, it was a I'm sure it was a nightmare. Like, because people don't want to believe that, especially in that it's place. Like, why
0: did you stay? Yeah. Why did you go into his house? Right. Like you should have like, known that if I'll you s- were going into his house, like it, those comments were terrible. Yeah. It was yeah. I'm sure there were And, tons and, of and them here's just... the problem: is like. She's read almost all of his books. She feels like she knows him. Yeah. She feels like she knows him. She looks up for him or looks up to him. They've built a bond without him really having to do anything other than just what he does for money in his life anyway. Right. It's easy. He already has everything he needs to abuse people. It's already there. People already look up to him. Yeah. It's so easy to take advantage. And of course she went to his house. Of course, like... Yeah, if,
1: if you're invited to the home of someone you really look up to, if, that's the so, furthest okay. thing from your mind.
0: I like the band Dave Gahan. I like the band Depeche Mode. <laughs> and Dave Gahan is lead singer. I like Dave Gahan. So if I met him, like I went to one of his shows or, you know, it something that he was involved in, and I got a chance to meet him, yeah. and he said, let's go to some other place, like let's go to this bar or let's go somewhere else... I probably I wouldn't go alone right. because yeah. of everything now, but I would probably go if I had someone with me and be like, Yeah, because yeah. you're Dave Gahan. You'd regard yeah. a bad What are thing you going to do?
1: A bad thing is possible, but you'd feel unlikely because you have a, right. this personal idea of who this person is.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and that's dangerous. I mean, it's why we get let down by celebrities all the time because yeah. we know a certain side of them. We know their best side that they put out for everybody. Yeah. We um, know who we think they
1: are. Yeah. yeah. We and know who, who they we want, want us, them to be. They Who they want us to see them as as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the, that's exactly... This is building up just the perfect way to abuse people very yeah. easily because they... They know what you want them to know. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to put out, like, most people aren't going to sit there and put out this, like, shitty face to, like, you know, I'm this awful, terrible, horrible person. Yeah. Like, if you're doing that, you're probably a serial killer or a politician. Like,
1: like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure David Avocado Wolf has never posted the video where he stubs his toe and then kicks the dog. Yeah. But I'm sure that does that video is not on the internet.
0: Yeah. yeah. Not yet, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's not a lot else about David Avocado Wolf that we probably haven't touched on. Like, naturalnews.com is a dumpster fire, <laughs> yeah. which relates back into, like, one of their headlines that I loved was, Kanye is now red-pilling everyone, teaching the black community how to discover personal power, courage, and freedom. Just Whoa. like Michelle Bachman <laughs> didn't, because that wasn't real. Yeah. but
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like Michelle Bachman didn't. <laughs>
0: Um yeah and then we have some more uh just uh, some more just disturbing quotes that I, I, are just I want them all. Like, I want them all. Oh god. So do you want to go do you want to do flat earth or do you want to do vaccines? I'll do flat earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you get to the flat earth, what's amazing about that what's interesting about that is you immediately go is the space program authentic? Right? You go boom, space program. Is it authentic? Are these pictures that we're getting really from satellites or are they from high altitude drone balloons? Is the rocketry thing really just a stage trick? Which is an interview conducted by London Real, found on YouTube. And his support for the flat earth theory hinges on the idea that he thinks there's no evidence for the sun not setting in Antarctica. Yeah. Like, you know, like polar yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which also relates to him uh, believing in Amazing. government conspiracies. Wow. You know, is it possible the world we're living in has been misdescribed? I definitely know the world we're living in has been misdescribed of us, and it's oversimplified, including the solar system model. But this is part of the same interview where he talked about how much he loves David Icke. So.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah,
0: yeah. So he thinks that we, our entire reality is a hologram mm-hmm. reflected mm-hmm. off of the moon? Because that's <laughs> what David Icke thinks. Yeah, right. Uh, is it possible that the people who are running our governments are connected to each other in secret societies? The answer, it's possible.
1: Oh my! God. Are they
0: working together secretly? Yep, looks like they are. That's the Council on Foreign Relations, the <laughs> Trilateral Commission, the Freemasonic Societies of the World. It's po- Is it possible they could have malintent, meaning they could have intent to deceive? The answer is yep, certainly possible.
1: That is my favorite thing about people like this. I'm so glad we got a quote like this. Because it's this constantly. I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Is it yeah. possible? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. People do that all the time. Under the guise of asking questions, they are making implicit claims. Yes. Yeah. And they give themselves room to back out of it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I never well, said this. I just I was, was just a I was this proposing question a there. question.
1: I was just saying, is it possible? Sure.
0: Yeah. It that might be. Bullshit. It might not be. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then it's it's when it gets to things like vaccines that it starts to get, like, really harmful. So, um... What's really wonderful about what's happening with our awareness about food and diet and herbs and natural medicine is that we're deferring to the ancient wisdom, the stuff that's worked for thousands of years and ultimately the safest bet. Vaccines have not been around for thousands of years. It's not the safest route just because it doesn't have a history. We want to go back to the things that the great Chinese medical doctors figured out thousands of years ago, going back to the great Ayurvedic practitioners, the great herbalists of North America and the Native Americans in their time. It not only helps us heal, it also connects us to something, which is an interview he did with Natural News in March of 2006. To which I say, get tuberculosis and die. Yeah. I I
1: wrote, great Chinese medicine never cured polio.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, and this is a very harmful idea of like any new technology, anything new is bad. And that's so flawed. Yeah. It's so flawed because... Okay, then we wouldn't have any antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah. We we just, we're just going to let ourselves die because we developed this thing through fucking science. Right. That, yeah.
1: I mean, in fairness, a lot of the things that we rely on that we have synthesized and made really great do have a lot of natural roots. I mean, like we discover things in nature, but we make them so much better
0: aspirin is the the biggest example of this because it's the one everybody knows yeah but um people were using aspirin for a long time take penicillin they would would chew on the bark of the tree Mm -hmm. the problem with that is it's really hard on the stomach and so it, it wasn't really getting the most effect out of it so they made a synthetic version that's a little easier on the stomach though still hard on the stomach and has a better more potent effect Mm -hmm. but of course we learn from natural medicine i when i went to grad school my program though it had nothing to do with pharmacy they didn't know where to put a forensic science program yeah so they stuck us in the pharmacy building right (laughs) and um i worked in the department of um oh god i'm not going to remember what (laughs) it's called now because it's it's mouthful. Department of Medicinal something in pharmacognosy. But mm-hmm. it's bas- basically looking into natural um yeah, like, kind of the, like natural products to like find cures for cancer and stuff like that and cures for different diseases it's something that's it's research that's still very widely done and our pharmacy had a garden devoted to like all these natural plants that we use in medicine and that medicines like we synthesized new medications from
1: you guys it's... ever grow any weed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure
0: some people did at home, but uh, <laughs> not in the gardens at the school. All right, <laughs> cool. It's Chicago. It's yeah. not legal there yet. Right. Well, okay. maybe, maybe now it is. It wasn't at the time. <laughs> well, I don't
1: know. Uh, so much of what David Avocado Wolf does, which is now like abundantly clear to me, <clears throat> is he? he um, I guess like a lot of people, he scrambles your understanding. Of the way things are to make room for the way that he can profit of how profit off of yeah. how you think things are. Oh yeah. Like it, he has to start with like disrupting mm-hmm. your basic understanding of like you know what is like fundamentally true or sound or beneficial, and then he can sell you something.
0: Well, he makes NutriBullet. What's that? <laughs> a NutriBullet. A Nutri. He was a NutriBullet. No, he was a NutriBullet spokesman put... at one point. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, he makes you doubt everything you know, so then he could replace what you thought were facts with his own. It's crazy how
1: often we come up against this methodology that, like, so many people it's super use. Super
0: common. I'm so
1: and I'm it's... so glad that you did start with. Well, you know, I don't want to go to culty, but it's culty because yeah, it's culty.
0: Yeah. It, he at the very least is using the techniques that cults use.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. at so, the
0: very least. I think wrapping up all of my. David Avocado Wolf quotes is uh, in the center of this one. Um, He's talking to the Sydney Morning Herald about raw foodism and stuff because he apparently went on tour in Australia at one point. Um, You know, I could take any diet and tear it apart. What's really important is what makes you feel good. It's not a theory. It's a feeling. Mm. So basically, Mm. I think that's almost kind of like... Okay, McDonalds makes me feel really good in some ways. That's I know right. I shouldn't eat it. <laughs>
1: but it's revealing.
0: That's I think it's one of the most revealing things he's ever said. It's not necessarily what's legitimately good for you. Yeah. It's what makes you feel. Yeah. It's it's not what's fact based, what's supported, what's like clearly laid out, like evidence or anything. It's just how does it make you feel?
1: Yeah. And what's incredible about feelings is they can be influenced by the ideas Mm -hmm. you put into your head. Mm -hmm. Different things can feel all right because you've rationalized them in ways that don't make sense.
0: And And also placebo effect.
1: And they're not empirical.
0: You You can talk yourself into, like, something making you feel better, like... V- Vicks VapoRub. Like yeah. I mean it does. It does make you feel better, but like when you put that shit on at first, oh my god, your <laughs> eyes are just like, what? This is awful, but then it's like it opens up your nasal passages because I've... what? It has eucalyptus, camphor, and menthol.
1: All natural, by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've I've talked about it before, but there was um something I think it was on Dr. Oz and it is a homeopathic thing that is supposed to um, decrease your symptoms, like uh, your how long the flu lasts. Oh. Which is what there is a medicine that does this. It's called Tamiflu. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's expensive, even the generic form. If yeah. you don't have great insurance, it can be over a hundred bucks. It will um, cut down on how long mm-hmm. you're sick, maybe how bad it's gonna be. It does not make you not contagious. Yeah. yeah. So you could still be contagious. It's not an, 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 not an antibiotic because the flu's not from bacteria. Yeah. So it does not work the same way. But we would constantly get people in being like, well, I can't. I, I don't want to buy this actual medicine that's expensive. And I agree. It's bullshit that it's that expensive. Yeah. But they're like, well, I'm just going to get this over the counter this homeopathic medication (laughs) over the counter, which like you guys, we talked about this earlier. My face shows everything I'm thinking and I can't help it. And I have this discussion one day with this lady who was debating, getting Tamiflu for a child in deciding if she's going to get Tamiflu or if she's going to get the thing that's more natural over the counter.
1: And and the problem is you're in a position now to be like, this is a human child. I could maybe do something.
0: And and there's a, there's a thing that people do all the time when they come to the pharmacy is they ask the pharmacist or they ask someone for their advice. Yeah. And then if you don't tell them what they want to hear, they keep repeating the question to try to get you to back them up. They, they just want you to tell them it's a good idea to do whatever the fuck they're going to do anyways, which we won't do. Because then we're liable if someone's like, well, they said it's okay. Like, no, that can't come back on us. So it was this round and round and round conversation of like, well, but I I might just use this because it's more natural and blah, blah, blah. And I'm over here like, well, there's no proof that it actually works. There's no studies actually backing it up. And it's homeopathic, so there's no active ingredients in it. This other thing is medicine. And we know it works. (laughs) So but to, but
1: to the core of our topic, like, you know, David Avocado Wolf is not the only guy stirring this soup. But like mm-hmm. that yep. is the that is the end result of thinking that way.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people out there who buy into this stuff. It's dangerous. That that could be a child getting really sick and ending up in the hospital and possibly dying because someone decided to do something that is natural or use a superfood yeah. okay. versus Inject urine and it their ass. starts. Yeah, by <laughs> inject urine in their <laughs> and ass. I
1: am so happy that you guys brought that one in. <laughs> and I it, <laughs> nothing makes me happier than the thought of David Avocado Wolf shooting a syringe full of his own urine into his body.
0: That would make and a magnificent oil painter. <laughs> <laughs> He's just full of piss, and we just uh, and oh my God. we started with like janky, awful image macros that your like <laughs> mom or aunt or like yeah. elderly co-worker cool yeah. shares on Facebook and any, we any ended dancing as, minions maybe. And, yeah. yeah. It was like, <laughs> you know. That's the the quality we're going to. And we end with like injecting your own urine into your ass and people dying. Because yeah. they could have had actual medicine. Yeah. Yeah. He's like yeah. that that's a real insidious thing here. It's like yeah. on a level of, you know, Dr. Oz to Gwyneth Paltrow he's like <laughs> here like, okay. for, like, on a scale like of further, all the
1: way out there he's all
0: the way out there well, yeah it's as someone who comes from a science background and really truly believes in science it pisses me off so yeah. bad because when yeah. you try to dissuade people from critically thinking about things and believing in science you're Obviously he does it for a reason He wants people to buy into what he's selling But People are going to die Because they choose shit like this Over stuff that actually works And that is so scary And it happens It's horrifying to think that people don't Believe science It's like like, These are proven things like repeatedly Like over and over and over And you're just like "Eh, You know nah that's really not it's really not I mean, for, for example steve jobs yeah he he could have lived longer he could have possibly been cured but he decided to use alternative medicine first mm-hmm. and then by the time he realized it wasn't working and it he tried like other other things like actual medications yeah um it was too late and it was too far gone. And he did express regret at that point. That's the danger here. And that is someone who had a lot of money and, and could have afforded the best possible medical treatments. Yeah. So it it just, it pisses me off. I
1: almost propose that because the thing is David Avocado Wolf is so much a part of like, like the reason we do this show, like our people exactly Mm -hmm. like that. I almost propose we need a rogues gallery. (laughs) <laughs> Somewhere in this room, with his photo in it. Well, and let's we make start it a accumulating part, these people. Let's make
0: it a part of the. Weren't we going to have the wall with because of uh, what's his name, Keith Rainier?
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What was the idea?
0: It was. It was basically. It's going to be our gotcha board. Our yeah, gotcha board. board. So we should have oh. pictures. Of our rogues' wall, and yes. then and then we'll have like we'll have
1: red X's X's through the people that, get, the
0: busted. People that get busted. <laughs> I was just telling my boss about uh, Nexium because yeah. I was talking about the podcast and yeah. telling him things that we've talked about. So I told him about that one.
1: Um, I think it's probably a good time for us yeah. to wrap up yeah. this show.
0: Yeah, I feel like this has been a pretty yeah. long episode, but yeah. two, it has been very, two and hours. very two hours informative. And 15 minutes.
1: Two hours and 15 minutes uh, so far. Very uh,
0: informative. Worth it.
1: What a great episode, and I so appreciate the level of detail you put into you the You did research.
0: not skimp on the research. No. I will never be the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I want to watch, I, I wanna watch videos of this part. guy,
1: which is, I feel bad. I want to watch videos of this guy. I don't want to encourage him. But I really feel a primal need to familiarize myself with my I enemy. Mean,
0: you really yeah. need to see his hair. Yeah. No, it's That's a thing of beauty. Yeah. It's questionable. Yeah. His hair is? <laughs> yeah. Do you doubt the hair? I have questions. There's secrets and lies in there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh so thank you so much uh for doing our second ever guest episode and uh just knocking it out of the park yes thank you for having us yes yeah we enjoyed
0: it i definitely uh... like to have you back yes we'd like to come back hopefully talking about a subject that's a little little less um, maybe we'll find (laughs) something more light involved yeah or or maybe next time you'll assign us a topic and we'll do the research that could work too could be and you guys can do the quiz and the um, middle segment. Yeah. That's what yeah. we did with Laura and TJ, and that worked out well for them. But you guys were already like off to the races on the research, so I was like, all right, we'll take a break. <laughs> yeah, And you did such a good job, yeah. so thank you. Thank you.
1: So, thank you for listening. We will see you next week for another episode of Goose Chase.
0: Goose Chase. Goose Chase. <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Mel, do you want to say Goose Chase? No, I don't have like a funny voice or anything. To say Goose
1: Chase. That works. <laughs> Good enough. All right. See you next week. Thank you.
0: Bye uh, bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod. And our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com.
1: If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play.
0: Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes.